go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. new tune got some new open music I it's like a, it's it's a work hey, in progress up, yeah let's hear it again let's hear it. come on sander come on. bring it up let's listen okay i think i'm digging it man i, I like that better I like okay it. i like yeah. that better than what we had yes absolutely all right we, we know we know the show's blowing up when we get actual theme music for our show we are excited welcome in Happy Monday, everybody. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. How about this for a weekend? How about this for a Philadelphia sports weekend? The football team's undefeated through five games. They're the only team in the NFL that has not lost a game. The baseball team sweeps out the Cardinals in dramatic fashion on Friday and Saturday, and I do mean dramatic fashion. They are now moving on. What, what, what you talking? What you talking? What you talking? Yes, sorry, Barrett. <laughs> you're, you're St. Louis Cardinals. Go down. Then, as if that wasn't enough, we got a nice little icing on the cake on Sunday night as the Mets lose and are eliminated by the Padres. I would say that is a good, good weekend. And with that, I say good day, gentlemen. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, I'm Rob Ellis. How we doing, fellas? Good, Bro, man. I'm so happy good, that you're man. happy finally. You know, I'm just I'm, I'm just so happy, happy that you. you're happy finally. Yes, I'm just so happy that you're happy finally. Now, what, is, what is that on your face right now? What is that? Is that smile? a smile? <laughs> Un- until the internet goes down again oh god don't 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 put that that even in the ether out there Derek. don't even do it man unbelievable yes but it was a great weekend man i hope everybody had a good week i see everybody in the chat section you guys are the best the absolute best everybody streaming everybody viewing we thank you we thank you for hanging with us each and every day and we do it from 12p to 3p eastern Three hours of power with the three amigos here hanging out with you on Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, so, guys, uh, where to begin? Let's start with this. Let's start with the Eagles yesterday, who win one that I wouldn't call a Mona Lisa. This one was not, uh, you know, a thing of perfection. But guess what? As, uh, As just stated, nobody else in the league can stake claim to the fact that they have not lost a game other than the Eagles. It is hard to win in that league. And they survived and they got a big drive late when they needed it. And maybe they got a little fortunate on the, uh, on the kick 
but who cares? Just win, baby, as Al Davis used to say. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, you know, an ugly win looks real pretty in the win column. And, that, <laughs> and it looks real pretty at the end of the year when you forget, oh, uh, did they just kind of scrape yeah. by the Cardinals? Who cares? There, there's not a team in the NFL that hasn't had an ugly win, you know. Even even with the uh, Patriots when they flirted with that undefeated season. They had some ugly wins along the way, but it was mm-hmm. still wins. Bro, yep. that's all that matters. To, to, to be able to win after playing the way they played – and that, you know, they finally got out coached, you know what I'm saying, for a good period of this game on the offensive side of the ball. You know, Shane Steichen did not have his best game um, to, to go. It, I mean, it was almost a, a travesty to not put A.J. Brown in the offense after the first three catches he had. It's unbelievable. Um, to not run the ball, you know, knowing that's your ace in the hole. Uh, but, I mean, they found a way to win. An ugly win is a win, no doubt. I told you before, I don't care about statistics. The only statistic I care about is the win column. Period. You know, I know, I know we're all happy, but let's let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Arizona some credit for coming to fight. They yeah. they, they were in a 15 round they heavyweight did. fight. They did. Number one, I didn't know they were that fast off the ball on defense. Number two, I certainly didn't know they were that physical because Devonta Smith. He may need an icy hot bath this week. Man, they hit that boy. I heard a couple of times, pop, 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 pop. They hit that. Hey, let me tell you something. Arizona can hit. Mm-hmm. Their, off, their deficiency is getting some pieces back on offense. And the thing that really shocked me, Kyler Murray didn't even run the ball until late third quarter, fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, that was a product of the defense. Now, everybody's talking stuff about Gannon and his game plan. As far as keeping Kyler Murray bottled up, they did that. They did that. Uh, Bob, me, good morning. What's up, me, Mrs. Brooks? Let me let me officially say that uh, I am once again hanging by the rails off a of gan wagon. I'm sorry, but why it wasn't a good day for the gan wagon? Was, That's I'm oh, see, yeah, no, no, I beg the difference. No, no. You guys see, you guys don't know about game planning. That's what it is. <laughs> the game plan worked. They won the game. The game plan. They didn't even. They only scored 17. Yeah, points. the end of the yes, game, they, they did. Give a lot they of scored. Points, they gave up 17 points. Yeah. 17 I, points. I, That's yes. a win. That's a win. Okay. Why did they give up 17 points? Because they controlled the ball nine minutes more than than Arizona did. They finally went to the running game late third quarter, fourth quarter. Yeah. Okay. Derek, you, go ahead. Sorry. No. When when you when you finally went back to your bread and butter, that was the only big difference in the game. If yeah. that dude had made that kick, the dude to shank the kick, I don't, I don't, I wasn't confident the Eagles were going to win that game in overtime. Well, to me, the bigger issue was Steichen yesterday slash Sirianni more than Gannon. I, you know, you look at some of this, you try to figure out, and, and we'll dive hard in the offense in, in a little bit. But zero touchdowns, last six drives. You, you know, you look at the the final drive, which was, you know, awesome. You obviously you wanted seven, you wanted three, but you still got the points that got you the lead. Seventeen plays. Three pass plays. Prior to that, they had nine the entire game. Why weren't you running the ball more? There you go. No, they were. I understand that. Just like Jacksonville, we knew Arizona was good against the run, but you ran for 210 yards on a sloppy track against Jacksonville. Why don't you punch it right in the mouth? The way those dudes were getting off the ball, they had Jalen. It was like the Detroit game. They had Jalen Hurts running. Now, Jalen Hurts did two things well he threw the ball on the run, and he knew when to throw the ball away when he had to. He did both of those things extremely well. So I got to give him props for doing that. And of course, you're down to your third left tackle, and they abused that side. You know, when Opeta had to come in the game, they abused that side of the ball. Well, see, that, and that, that's, there lies the problem with not running the ball. Yes. When you have two guys in reserve roles, you got Opeta, you got Driscoll. 
and you got J.J. Watt coming off the edge. You got Allen coming off the edge. You know, you just don't put your guys in that predicament. No. You run no. the ball. And that's the first time I've seen Steichen get outcoached uh, this year for a substantial, you know, time period before he got his head screwed back on and start running the ball again, you know. I will admit, you cannot do that consistently and think that you're going to be a win in the NFL. It's just not going to happen. No. Now. No. And, 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 I, and I will say you're right. And we said this on our postgame show last night. Eagles gave up 17 points. Could have been 20, but they gave yeah. up 17 points. They got some help from Arizona's kicker who had just been fired by one team, and now he'll be looking for work again today after what he did, you know, yesterday. It's one thing to miss a field goal. I can't remember the last time I saw a field goal in an in, in, indoor stadium. That ball sliced away like the wind was blowing it. It was interesting on the TV broadcast. They were showing him warming up pregame. Yes. Was, a lot of his picks were doing the same exact thing. They were they were just they were slicing right from that same spot on the field. And I'm saying, ooh, I this guy looks a little shaky here. And and look, credit to, to the Eagles. Yes. Cameron Dicker, that was a big kick, man. You get a guy props. No he, question. He did a, and, and good job on the touchbacks and all that. He did well. And but their guy. Their guy came up a little small. Everybody in the in the chat has talked about how it was tipped by Milton Williams. You know, look, nonetheless, you get the win. Here's the other part of this, guys. You know, and and Arizona could argue that they thought they had the first down. That that last sequence was not managed well by Kyler Murray and the Cardinals no, either. He so slid that, he slid a half yard too soon. Well, not only that, the, the whole clocking the ball. There was a lot of things that went down. Uh, he he clocked the ball, and I don't know if that's the coach's fault or his fault. He yeah. clocked the ball thinking it was first down. Yes. Then he realized he it was thought he had down. the first down. Yes. Correct. Well, that's, so why he, I, that, that's why I like that we have Jalen Hurts instead of him. Yes. There's a lot of situational football in which, you know, Hurts just played better. You know, say you want to say Hurts is a game smart, game management type is. of quarterback. Absolutely. Absolutely. He did that. There's and no um, question about it. You know, Gannon, you got to talk about it. Gannon, Gannon did what he was supposed to do as far as, you know, his game plan against him. We got to understand, Kyler Murray is a frenetic type of player. He's going to run around and make plays, and he wants to he wants to run scramble drill. And he did. You know what I'm saying? He wants to run scramble drill to push the ball down the field. A lot of the times he couldn't run that because the way that the Eagles rush. You're not going to get a lot of sacks when you must rush. Mm -hmm. When you must rush, that means you get up. Once the defensive end gets to the uh, quarterback level, you stop. They, start, they stop and they start compressing the pocket, making them feel uncomfortable inside the pocket. That's what they did. You don't get a lot of that. And then when they went to say, all right, then he told them, hey, go hunt. That's when they got – that's when Calamari got a lot of the yards that he got and got of the big plays that he got when they were told to go hunt. You can't do that against quarterbacks like that. I don't disagree with anything you just said. My biggest problem with Gannis' defense is him playing – doggone DBs playing 10, 12 yards off the ball again. That, that drove me nuts. Now, we gave him props, major props, for three consecutive games for having his quarterback come up and play more physical, more challenging style of play against the likes of Justin Jefferson and other receivers in the game. Yep. And you back 10 yards off every doggone play just about. Now, I understand Marquise Brown is sub 4-3. There's no question about that. There's a whole lot of sub 4-4-4-3 guys running routes in the National Football League, and you see other defenses will challenge them. What in the world are you doing? Because what happened on that one wiggle play? You gave Marquise that Brown, and with the moves that he had, touchdown. He scored. Now, I only got one. Now, the one he got lucky with was the one he hit him on the slam route. He dropped. He was taking that to the house. Yeah, and he missed late in the he game. Missed, Murray missed, missed, missed yes. Hurts wide open, too. Oh, uh, my goodness. Wide oh, open. my goodness. I, I will say this. He caught C.J. Garner Johnson peeking. 
Yes, he did. Absolutely, he did. I, I will say, too, and I'll I'll come to Gannon's defense here because everybody's beating up on Gannon. Everybody's ignoring Steichen's game plan, for which is interesting to me. We, we like to just beat up on the defensive court. The offensive court gets a free pass. That's because but, you, you're driving the seat of the game wagon. No, you but in fair, I thought Slay I, had still a really, game wagon. I thought I'm Slay had a really wagon. bad game. I thought, yeah, exactly. I thought his coverage was bad. It was very unslay esque. He's had a great year, but in fairness, he did not play well yesterday. How you gonna blame that on Gannon? No, no, I'm not blaming I'm not, that. That's, I'm what, that's on my him point. Having I, to play off the ball the way he did. That's what I'm talking. I'm not right, but that's my point. I, I think his players let him down as well on the defensive side of the ball. That's what happened. More more so than anything. I mean, the missed tackles, guys. Oh my killed, goodness! That's that's the I mean, that's the problem. That's not a Gannon problem. That's no. a, that's a player problem. You know, you got to go up there and make plays. Yeah, and the front's got to win stop. more. Yeah. yeah, your only sack is Reddick. You know, you, the front's got to win more. And you know who else had a bad game? T.J. Edwards. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Yeah, he, he had did. a bad game. He didn't tackle right. He didn't take the right angles. So when you when you 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 say it's Gannon's fault, a lot of times in this game, I must admit, it was the players not living up to expectation. You know what I'm saying? That's what happened. Now, you can't ask the front to to mush rush and go hunt at the same time. It just doesn't nope. work. Right? Nope. They've got to they got to collapse the pocket, and if, if they collapse in the pocket and he's there, then I can see getting a sack. But you cannot ask them to all right keep him contained inside the pocket, which they did. If they hadn't have done that, he'd have ran and and and, and thrown down the field because it's hard to cover guys like. Hollywood Brown, yeah, uh, uh, Rondell Moore. Yeah, they have they have really fast players. They have thank God God they didn't have uh, Andre Hopkins. DeAndre, yeah, he'll he'll be back. He'll be back. uh, Was it two weeks away? It was a six game suspension, so they're going to get him back soon. Or one game, one One more game. game. Yeah, one more game. Yeah, yeah. But but that's the breaks. You know that that's the way it goes. The the, the Cardinals are lucky. The Eagles had their their third string left tackle out there. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Well, another thing is, man. The Eagles weren't full speed, bro. They were not. They weren't playing up to the expectations I thought, and I've seen them play it. The team, they, you know, this this was they played like it was a trap game. Put it like that. Yeah. As yeah. As, the, as an a entirety, bit. a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They played like it was a trap. But Barry, the other thing I would say is you're talking about a very desperate Cardinals team that needed yes. to win overall and hasn't Absolutely. won there in seven games leading into that game. They're now zero and eight in their last eight home games. Mm. You know they were going to come out. Swinging. swinging and 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 the Eagles took it to them early, but to their credit, they fought back. I, I think we, I don't mean you guys, but I think people in general never want to give the other team any credit at all for exactly for, you know exactly. for what There's went two on. Teams it, out there, yeah, it's all the Eagles' fault, and and I don't think they played their best game by any stretch. They did for sure, but I thought you know Arizona played pretty well after that first blitz the Eagles put on. Bro, they they. They better play their best game this coming Sunday night. Oh, you'll yeah. get their best. You'll get their best. You know what? Yeah. Eagles are going to be so jacked up Sunday night. It's going to be because, again, watching that down. You know, luckily at the Ocean Casino, we have twenty three monitors behind us, so we can see everything. And I and I said it last week, and I wanted and I wanted to watch it closely. I don't think there's a faster front off the snap right now in the NFL than Dallas's defensive front. Da, da, da. Those boys, and they keep Michael Parsons went out with a groin injury. Came back, rode a bicycle, get back on the field, and the one play, everybody in the casino is going, oh, he got chipped by a tight end, bounced off that, shared a tackle, and still got the, the Matthew Stafford and, knock, and slapped the ball out of his hand. And I'm thinking, my goodness, 
this kid, this kid, and he's only what second year. Yeah, he's a monster. Their their pass rush is nasty. It's sick. It is. I mean, they sick. got they had five yesterday against the Rams. Um, you know, look, it, the 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 fascinating storyline with them is going to be a they come in with a really good defense, but b what are they going to do a quarterback? Yep. I don't think I don't think that uh, it's shame on and I don't care if they, I don't care who they play because I'd much rather see Dak back there than Cooper Cup. But there's something about the way this team performs with Cooper Cup under center. Rush, rush, yeah. I mean Cooper Rush under yeah. center right now compared to when Dak is back there. Plus, number two, I don't care when Dak comes back. Initially he's gonna be uncomfortable to hold the ball. And if it's a cold night, yeah. I'm telling all my defensive players, slap that hand every chance oh, you heck get. Yeah. Heck yeah. All day. Randy Graham's a master at it. He, oh he's, he's absolute perfection at it. You know, oh he can get goodness. there. Yeah. Slap slap that hand until it tingles. Uh, yeah, but hey, look, I, I keep I always go back to it's hard to win in this league. It's impressive when you can win ugly when you're not playing your A game, especially on the road. And they did it yesterday. I well, mean, that, that's where it's at. They know and they, look, they weren't going. happy after that game, by the way. You would listen to them to a man. They were they were ticked at the way they played. That's good going into the this same, game. the same way they were. After the, uh, the Detroit game. Yep. And they're going to this, bro. This is Dallas week, bro. Yep. Period. Yeah. Period. This is Dallas week. So you know they're going to be up, man. And I, I'm, I'm without a without a reasonable doubt, man, they're going to get an A game. We're going to replenish the, you know, the, the troops will be back. You know, Jordan Malata will be back. Um, we hope. This, yeah, he'll be back, man. He, he'll, he, you, you couldn't keep him off the field to play against Demarcus Lawrence again. This is where he got famous, man. This is where he he solidified himself as a start on the team, playing against Demarcus Lawrence. So we're gonna uh, see with Barrett, as you also know, there are a lot of times offensive linemen, when they have injuries and come back and play in games, and all of a sudden you look at it after a game, because that adrenaline rush gets going during a game, it overcomes a lot of those those uh, those feelings that you have, those hurt feelings that you have. But then when the game's over, you sit down, you analyze it, you get the MRIs out, you say, Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. We gotta we got to look at this a little bit closer. You're a true warrior for what you did. Like when Jason Kelsey limped off the field with an ankle, I'm thinking, no, man, not him. He came back out, finished the game. But, you know, uh, talking to a few people, that they're going to closely watch, you know, some of the things that happened. Dickerson, Kelsey, they're going to be extremely cautious with Milata because they don't want it to be a setback. See what I'm saying? Now, and, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not disagreeing with you that, you know what, for a game of this magnitude, a true warrior like the Eagles are, you don't want to sit and watch this game. You want to be in the trenches playing this game. Okay. But yeah. you also have to be smart about it because of the bigger picture. You know, as big as that one game is, you still have many more journeys that are coming up. And the Giants ain't no joke. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's the more this goes on, the Man. more you realize it's not fluky. Like, do, do I think they will come back to earth? I do to an extent, but they're not, they're not going to go in the toilet. This is the well coached team. They're, 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 Defense, yep, are they're just a they're a hard nosed type of hard. Yeah, they have heart. Yes. They have yeah. heart. Yeah, they play with they play with enthusiasm. They play with with just you know just just fire in their eyes. You know what I'm saying? You want that. I mean, yep. that's you, you want your defense to play like that. Yeah, Saquon Barkley like is that. not just having a comeback player of the year no. kind of year. He's oh my goodness, an MVP discussion. Oh I'm not my saying goodness. he's the MVP. He's in the discussion. Well, so he does far. everything. Wildcat. He does he, everything. He, he might he might do what he might if he keeps going. He might do what Adrian Peterson did the year Adrian tore his ACL. The next year he came back, ran for over two thousand yards. 
he got the he uh, he got the MVP and comeback player of the year. So we might be talking about Saquon in two different categories yeah. here. No, it's a, he's had an amazing year, and and Dable's done uh, an unbelievable job so far. So we'll 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 dive into that. Their win yesterday over the Packers, that's for sure. We're going to go Eagles offense, Eagles defense. You know, look ahead to the Cowboys, uh, Phillies, as I mentioned. Sweep. We'll get to that in one second, but go through the entire NFL as well. Michael Barkan going to join us at one thirty, so we'll double dip both Phillies and Eagles with Michael. But Eagles stay undefeated. Cowboys win NFC East all of a sudden look like the best league in the NFL. Or How about that? How about yeah, that? that's something. It, it goes yeah, from the AFC West yeah. now to yeah. the NFC East. So and you never something. know, man. You never know. That's a great thing about sports. The East NFC East. East is now the NFC beast. Yes. Yeah. Other than Washington and uh, the Wentz wagon throwing oh, another uh, late he, interception, which was not How great. about my boy, man? That dude. It's, it's over. He's Who? cooked, dude. That's He's it. He's he threw that in a double coverage. Are you kidding me? Nah. He's shook and cooked. Yep. I, I just don't understand it, man. I don't understand it, man. My boy, my boy's gone now. The 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 the, the wince wagon is, is 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 it's over. It's broken. Yeah. I mean, broken. you asked you asked a legitimate question to me last week, man. And and I you know, you're right, man. I mean, is this what does he do after this? What does he do after this? I don't see him hanging around and being a backup to mentor or being ready to step in in a in a in a crunch situation. He feels like a guy that it's gonna be over soon. Right. Like, like he'll just take all that money and go. And I'm not, this is not a knock. Do his charity work, do the stuff that he, that seems to be maybe more of a priority in his life. I don't, I don't know. And Rob, um, let us have a moment of silence uh, for um, a former uh, Temple University associate. Yeah, man. He's gone. He's gone. My man, my man got the guillotine. He got the guillotine. They still owe that man $40 million. I actually actually said it yesterday on, on my post game show that I thought he would, he'd be gone today. Uh, it, it yep. feel it felt like that to me. It's it's been a mess. He never found a quarterback. No, no. Um, and and if you don't find a quarterback, you're done in that league. And they they made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, we were in the office talking about that. It was me, yeah. Pat, um, uh, Mulhern, and we were like, look, I I doubt if he makes it. You know, if he mm. makes it, if, the mm. way they were losing, it was like, man, the way they're losing right now. He, he won't survive. He won't survive tonight. He won't survive the next 24 hours. He'll go crush it in college again. He will. And I think he will. he'll just stay there. It'll be like Chip Kelly. It'll be like what Chip Kelly. Nebraska, Arizona yeah. State. Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't Absolutely. think he'll go to Wisconsin. I think they'll keep um, – they'll keep Jim, uh, Jim Leonard. Jim Leonard. Yeah, Jim but Leonard. I, he'll 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 be have a job next year, and he'll still have a nice paycheck on you know coming in from from Carolina as well. Can you believe that man? He's still over forty million. Forty million. You know well, what? He signed. You owe me, for, you owe me forty million dollars. Fire me yesterday. Yeah, I'm with you. He signed a seven. Fire, I didn't realize me. it was a seven-year, sixty-two million-dollar deal. Oh yeah. Whoa. Seven years, sixty-two million dollars. My man is is what? doing all right. You know, financial. Man, fire I'm me. Gonna, I'm gonna get fire this. me twice. Forty fire million dollars. Go ahead. I'm gonna get, fire I'm, me again. Yeah, I'm gonna fire, I'm, I'm gonna get lost in society for a long time. <laughs> you owe me forty million dollars. Yeah, it was not pretty. Um, all right, what was pretty was the Phillies taking care of business, sweeping the the Cardinals. That game Friday was. Absolutely nuts. They go into the ninth, guys. That's unbelievable. They're down two nothing. They look they look like they're in big big trouble. And it looked like they were going to waste a great effort from Wheeler. It looked like they were going to be you know beaten by a guy nobody ever heard of you know Yepes. And all of a sudden they put together this crazy ninth inning and win the game. And then Nola just dealing on Saturday night. Bryce Harper sets the tone right away with the home run. And Next thing you know, they're playing the Braves tomorrow in the NLDS. It's it is crazy how quickly that thing just flipped. I uh I blame uh, uh St. Louis's manager 
and and uh, Marble. uh and, and Helsley for that loss on Friday. Now Helsley throwing 101 miles an hour, but he can't hit the side of a uh, side of a barn. And then he comes, <laughs> his, he has the finger injury. How did you not identify that sewer? First of all, as a player in a crucial situation like that, when you know it's do or die, as a player, you need to call your manager. Hey, man, it doesn't feel right. You know, um, the manager kept letting him go, and I'm thinking, why would you let him go? Especially after you hit a batter, why mm-hmm. would you keep letting him go? Bro, I, I, you know what? I just turned the game off. I'm like, it's over. I turned the game off. That's I what just, I said. It's over. This over. Game's over. You know, I was like, man, come on, man. It, but that's what I get. I missed the I missed a great ninth inning. That's my fault. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's my yeah. fault. Look, that's it was good for slacking. It, it was uh right. it was <laughs> I, it, it, it's the kind of character they've shown a lot this year with Rob Thompson as their manager. Yes. Yep. It's yeah, the kind of game they would have lost years past, and they didn't. And and everybody it was everybody, man. Everybody contributed in that ninth inning. It wasn't necessarily just the big boys. No so, question. No question. Uh, they deserve a lot of credit, you know, for that and, and for their advancement. Like I said, uh, Michael Barkan is going to be joining us uh, coming up at 1.30. We'll talk some Phillies and Eagles with your your postgame partner, Barrett. Um, the other thing is the Mets get, get eliminated last night, too, which was just a beautiful thing in New York. How does Bye-bye. that happen? Bye-bye. Hey, Bye-bye. That's what you get two out of three series, man. Very little room for adjustments. I mean, they the Padres beat up Scherzer on Friday. Yeah, they, they, they tattooed Scherzer, and, and they, was, they crushed Bassett yesterday. It was just unbelievable. Didn't they get like what six, seven runs off Scherzer? No, what they did the six, yeah. seven runs off Scherzer. Four home runs, maybe something, something like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, you know what? That's what those two out of three series, man. Team with the best numbers don't always win. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's yeah. that's what I love about. I love them if I'm not emotionally attached to a series because I love seeing the unexpected like that. Now, if you're in the short end of that, if you're attached to a team, it's like gut-wrenching. Yeah. But when you're not attached, I just love watching good postseason baseball and, and the ebbs and flows. And um, I don't think there's anybody who thought the Padres were going to beat the Mets in in New York in the best of a, of a three-game set. Where they're throwing DeGrom and Scherzer yes. and Bassett in a three-game series. So, yeah, Nobody I give the Padres that. a lot of props. All right, so when we come back, we will dive into the offensive side of this thing. You play calling that last drive where the Eagles end up getting the field goal, which turns out to be the game winner. The fact that, you know, we're seeing some issues here still in the second half in scoring. Where was A.J. Brown for two and a half quarters? Dallas Goddard coming up really big for them. Kelsey fighting through injuries. We'll dive into the entirety of the offensive side of the ball for the Eagles yesterday against the Arizona Cardinals in their 20-17 to 17 win. All right, don't go anywhere. Michael Barkhand at 130. Right now, it is Derek. It is Barrett. It is Rob. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because knowing who to trust with your finances, it can be tricky if you're not a financial expert, right? And finding the right person that you can trust that is going to – see the trends that's going to invest the right way. It's a hard thing to do. I found the right person and I want you to find the right person as well. Whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, if you have a small business, you try to get your employee benefits off the ground. That's another asset that Jim can help you with. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollovers with Jim and man, I couldn't be any happier. You will be too. Give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. You can email him as well, Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. 
With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go birds! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go birds! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Jafty Ambrosio Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Now I hear a little bit of the old theme in there for that part of it. Now I, I, it's I, it's usually like when I heard our old song, it was like an alarm going. Like I'm like when I hear it, 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 you get ready, right? As soon as you hear it, I have to train myself to get used to this music to be ready to, for when we come back. <laughs> Am I the only only weirdo like that? Yes, I am. Welcome back in, everybody. Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Barrett, I don't, I don't know how to Rob. respond to that. I'm trying to think. Are we in favor of the new music? What, do we like it? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Or are we still I'm, getting used to it? I'm still at the Mendoza yeah, line. Eh? I'm eh? at the Mendoza line on it. I'm not sure yet. Um, I'm not sure yet either. I need some. I need some more samples, different samples. All right. I, we need I'm, something. We need something that personifies our image. Something that gets people invigorated, juvenated. 
to be a part of our family get together every day from noon to three. I don't know if that one fits in that category quite. I'm, I'm still Okay. Still debating that one. All right, all right. We'll see. And I mean, you want to chime in in the uh, in the chat room uh, whether or not you were in favor of the new theme music. You can do that as well. Some some not feeling it quite yet, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. So uh, back to the Eagles win twenty seventeen over the Cardinals. And again, you know, this was a game that had its moments where uh, you thought, I guess, early when they jumped out fourteen nothing, they were going to run away with this thing. And then some moments of just you know heart pounding, and they survived. Let's start with this. Let's start with the with the Eagles' last offensive drive. We'll kind of work our way, you know, from from the back here. But they go on that drive that's seventeen plays, nearly eight minutes, heavy on the run, just three passes on that last drive, um, and they end up getting a field goal. Let me ask you about the third down call to throw rather than run. Um, good move, bad move. You guys in favor of that? Did you think it was the right play call there in that spot? We, when you look at today's football, it's part of the norm. You know, whether we like it or not, you see teams do that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes they're successful, sometimes they're not. It's um, third I, and goal from the five, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. 48 left. I don't know. If, I, I, I'm not. I'm not mad that they made the call. Because, I'm okay. I was okay with it. You know, um, you know, we, we sit here in hindsight and we hash it out, which is what we do as well as fan bases, what we do. If it's successful, brilliant call. It wasn't, you know, and it led to what it led to. I'm not, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with the call because that is a part of the norm of today's NFL football, as we know. Barry? I'm, 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 I, I would have much rather tried to run it in. Okay. Either run it in or run sprint right option. Sprint right option is the best play in football. It's almost unstoppable because you got the pass. You, you can pass it to A.J. Brown, the best receiver we have on the team. You know, just run, have him run a little out route, throw it to him right there, or you just run it in yourself. I just think it's a better option, better plays that they could have went to. Or just flat out just run the ball. Mm-hmm. You just ran the ball eight daggone times down the field. Couldn't stop it. They mm-hmm. ran 14 times on that 17-play drive. Come on, man. 14 times. Just run the times. rock, bro. Just run the rock. That's all. All right. Th- and look, I think it's a fair – look, I think that's a fair – question i think it's a the the more fair question is why did you get away from the run so much early it's not like miles sanders wasn't running it well i i one of the things sirianni referenced after the game was you know kelsey was kind of in and out uh landon dickerson was kind of in and out you're already down two left tackles i think he sort of intimated that that was part of it but my response to that would be and obviously i wasn't in arizona to follow up you had the same circumstance during that last drive i know kelsey was back in there but you were able to run it really well then. So why not commit to it a little bit more earlier in the game? Opeda, Opeda and Driscoll are better run blockers than they are pass protectors. I don't know. That's it. hundred percent. Okay. Don't say it. anything. You don't have to say anything else. You can just drop That's the it. mic. There you go. Why wouldn't That's you it. just run the rock when you know you got two backups? And when you look at the success that you had running the rock late in the game, you knew you, you, you I, I, my problem with it is I don't think you, you tested their interior enough early in the game. To control the clock even more so. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because you, hit it. You, hit up, it you start throwing the ball, you let Arizona come back. Once Marquise Brown scored that touchdown, the momentum shifted. And Arizona, Eagles got lucky Arizona didn't have enough time. It had to take three instead of seven going in the locker room at halftime. Mm-hmm. See, you didn't test them enough. 
you 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 ended up because of the because of the way you approached the offensive mindset from late in the third quarter through the fourth quarter was the definitive reason why you control the clock over nine minutes more than your opposition, which kept them handcuffed and didn't let that little energizer bunny get off the bench over there. Okay. <laughs> so why don't you do that? Because the game, if that, if, if it played out the whole game, the way it played out in the fourth quarter, it wouldn't have been a close game. No, yeah. it wouldn't have been a close game. You'd have had the ball like 40 minutes compared to 17 for them or something like that. Guys, you can't make that mistake against a, a, a good team. Against Dallas, you cannot abandon the run. You have to run. In fact, more so against Dallas than you did against Jacksonville because they're kind of the same front. They move yep. a lot. They do a lot of twist stunts, and they do yep. a lot of slant yep. stunts. And when you when you play against teams like that, if you can just cut off one guy, it opens in a, a gaping hole in the defense. So you're going to have to run against them. Plus, you don't want to be passing. As an offensive lineman, you don't nope. want to be back, backing, I mean, uh, back setting. Passing against those my, guys, uh, Carson and and, and, and Lawrence in that front, bro. And it's not just them, man. And they it's got J. Ron Curse back. It, 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 I mean, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. They got they got um they got um Hill can rush the passer. Yes. Uh, Armstrong can rush the passer. Lawrence Bohana Bohana, uh, he can rush the passer. Lawrence can rush the passer. Then. Dante Fowler can rush the pass. Yes, and they're all coming from different directions. Yes. They do a and lot of loops and stunts, twisting. You know? and, and, that, yeah. and if you're not, if you haven't played with the guy next to you, it's really tough to block those type of fronts because yeah. you got to be on the same page. If they can't establish the run, I can see Jalen Hurts doing a lot of what he did against Detroit and yesterday against Arizona. Yes, running this way, running this way, dumping it off or throwing it out of bounds. Yeah, I can see. Right. I can see it. I can just visualize it right now. That that if they don't if they don't figure out how to smack Dallas in the mouth in the run game, it's going to be an interesting night. It's going to be an interesting night no matter what. No, it's going to be fascinating for yeah. sure. Well, let, let me ask you for a team that threw as much as they did up until that last series, how does AJ Brown get almost solely ignored after yeah. the second quarter? Yeah. So I know he had a drop and Devontae had a drop. Two two things you don't often see. Both guys had drops. In fairness, but he only ends up for the day with three catches for whatever, 32 yards right. and nothing for, for the last two and a half quarters. I don't know. No. That's confusing to me. Well, because you, I mean, I understand you really wanted to have the game plan revolve around Dallas Goddard. You can see that was evident. And that worked right. really well. It did. Yes, yeah. it did. But you can't continue to run plays like those, those bubble screens and, 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 and those, you know, uh, wide receiver screens and tight end screens. I mean, you, they, they, they started tackling better. I understand that was a weakness you saw on their team, that their DBs were soft and they wouldn't tackle. Well, hey, after about getting their chin checked for, for you know, first, they came out the second half fighting, scratching, and clawing. They kept they came up and started hitting. They started making plays. They started tattooing little little Smitty. They were tearing him up. Smitty look, took look. some hits and kept going. Yeah. Skinny, skinny Batman was almost R.I.P. Batman. He's I'm gonna tell you, man. Though. I got a tough dude. He's yeah. a tough dude. I'm gonna give him that because he, he got up. All. You know, yes, he, he got did. up. But you he, gotta stop putting him. Don't put him in those type of positions. Run yeah. them slant. You cannot yeah. stop a slant to AJ Brown. You can't stop it. You cannot stop. I don't care who it is. Mm -hmm. You cannot stop a slant pay to him. Those DBs definitely couldn't do it. And the mere fact is you you just went away from it. That's you know, that's a travesty. You shouldn't have did that. You know what I'm saying? I understand you, you know, you gotta be able to 
focus on another game plan. You know, that's been your that's been your calling card, Steichen, for the past three or four weeks. Yep. You do it, it takes to win games. And you won the game. Yeah. But you adjust on the fly. You see that they're they've they've got a a, a bead on your on your speed screens. They got a bead on it. They see it they see so much it. short stuff. It was so yeah. much like dink and dunk kind of you know uh, why? Because Arizona forced them to do that. Arizona forced them to get rid, and that's fine. That's okay. That's in game adjustments. That's there's no problem with that. But in the second half, they started taking away that screen from Goddard. And I'm thinking, okay, here's where AJ frees himself up. Lance. Yeah. It, it was in a witness protection program. We didn't know where he is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean it was strange. I didn't I, I did not think it was the offensive coordinator's best game. Um uh, adjustment wise, game plan wise, all that. Barrett, you're right. Props to the Cardinals for the way that they they went after him, but man, that was uh, it was strange. Now the good news is Goddard was really good. Eight catches, ninety-five yards, twelve yards per catch, nine yes. nine targets. He's he's excellent after the catch. I'm taking nothing away from Zach Ertz, but that's the thing that Zach didn't give you that Goddard gives you for sure. His yards after catch is just such yep. a difference. Such Absolutely, a difference. no question monster. about it. He's a monster. He'll yeah. lower that. He'll lower that shoulder, and he he'll generate contact in a minute. Zach didn't want to do that. Zach, no, get his yards and get down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at it also. I mean, just like on the on the um, the the, the um, the all out blitz that they had. You know, say we call that zero coverage, zero blitz. You know, if you're not if you're not covering a receiver, mm-hmm. you're coming, you're blitzing. You know, and on that play, Hertz saw that they were running zero coverage. He saw that uh, his guy he was gonna go to was Zach Hertz, and he just you know threw a hope and a prayer up, and you know he got it to you know Dallas Goddard. For a huge play, I think he called it for eleven. Ended up being sixteen. I mean, that's that's just a great play by mm-hmm. um, by Jalen Hurts. Number one, checking to it, and number two, um, Dallas Goddard executing. Yeah, I agreed, a hundred percent agreed. And I thought Devontae was effective. I thought Dallas Goddard was effective. I don't know what happened with AJ Brown, um, and the running game was there if you would have chosen to to utilize it more. Um, I will say this. I don't want to take anything away from that last drive. I, I To be able to take eight minutes off the clock, you know, basically, and at least get points there is enormous. I Absolutely. mean, I, that, that was one hell of a drive. Really no question was. about it. No question about it. That was the defining moment of the Eagles game for the Eagles. Um, that drive. That was a signature drive to do what they had to do to give that kicker a chip shot. You know, the funny thing about that kicker is, you know, he said he didn't even like football. Did you did he hear that? He didn't different. like football, didn't watch football. I, I, I'm, I'm not even sure. He was asked if he knew that the, the this continues the undefeated streak. For the, I don't even know if he, he knew what the Eagles record was. He's out there. Uh, man. Dicker brother, the kicker's out there. Dude, the fact that how he found he's him. Soccer player. He's a, he's a strange guy. There's a, there's video. Go back to 2018 when he was t- kicking for Texas. And it's it's the Red River rivalry, which Texas beat down Oklahoma this year, but it's usually a close game. It's a big, yeah. big game. He's standing there. They they I think they froze him, and he's just standing there. And he's just like looks at the camera, like, all right, I got it. like he's a he's a nut, but it's I guess it's good. The moment probably wasn't too big for him because he doesn't even know what's going on out there. It's good. <laughs> it's a positive. Um, I will say this too. Props to Kelsey for. I mean, he was pretty banged up to, to come back in there. Dude's Bro, he's, what I always say, he's held together by duct tape and bubble gum. Yeah. You know, he's the walking wounded. And 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 we got to also say big props to Dickerson also. Coming yeah, he back fought, fought yeah, back. Yeah, he fought back through that, man. Yeah. Uh, but, but but like I said, again, you know, it's, it's great that Kelsey and Dickerson were able to get back out there. Now we just sit 
wait and hold our breath to find out what the long-term prognosis is for this week. You know, as they start to medically look at things a little bit closer, you know, you're talking about three of your starting offensive linemen in Malata, Dickerson, and mm-hmm. Kelsey in terms of being nicked up now. To what degree? We're, we're going to find out as the week progresses. But I really thought, I mean, I, I was like, when Kelsey limped off and then he, at one point he bent his knee, I thought it was his knee at first. Yeah, right. And I'm sitting there with um, Mark Farzetta and Seth. I said, you know, I said, the, the one thing that has always just, just left me speechless when it comes to like knee injuries is I've seen guys, you know, the doctors are checking knees and, and, and twisting a leg and, and a kneecap on the field. Dudes get up and jog off the field. Next day you find out they tore ACL, MCL. It just amazes me. You can get up and still just run with those torn ligaments like that. And the next day you find out their season is done. I'm like, how is that possible? Yeah, I don't know. I, and, and you feel like, and this, this applies to almost any team, but you feel like the only thing that, that is really going to put a massive monkey wrench into the season is that they get, you know, they can't survive some of these injuries. Now the good news is it, for the most part, other than uh, Derek Barnett, you're going to get back. Like you, you may get my right. back this week. Right. Dillard's pretty close, which right. would be a, a major upgrade over Driscoll. Um, and you know, Kelsey, it just feels like get him to the bye week, man. Just get to yeah, the Cowboys really. game and let him yeah. and same with Dickerson maybe. But for the most part, you are pretty healthy going into this game. You know, you're, you're getting, you could get some real troops back. You could be getting Maddox back, which yep. is a big deal. That's you huge. know, which is underrated. Huge. That's I think it's an underrated loss for the last well, two weeks, bro. You know, he is he is good at what he does, man. Being that slot guy, you yep. don't have to. We didn't have to worry about him for three weeks. Yeah, the past two weeks we didn't have to worry about him. Yeah, or the past two weeks we were getting lit up mm-hmm. in uh, that, we, around the hashes. I will say this also, um, and, and and I reported it before the season what they were going to do with uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson. I think I don't know. You, I don't. I don't know if you can. I think they need to get him out of that safety spot. I don't think he's comfortable in that safety spot. Ah, da, da. Um, yeah, Barrett, you had that. You had that right away. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, when Maddox com- comes back, that's where he's going to play. Now, hopefully, he adapts to it better. But I think he is very uncomfortable in that spot. Mm-hmm. And we know, we know that Avante will be great at that spot, man. Yeah, yeah. Avante will be great at that. That guy that can go around. He can do everything. He's versatile enough. He can play. The center field, he understands angles. He understands where yeah. he's supposed to be in the offense, in the defense. He know he knows it. He can play it, dog. Why don't they have Cedric Gardner Johnson? Is a great, not good, but a great slot corner. Also, might even be a little more aggressive than Avante. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why. I mean, and and, and, and and making me look like a fool, like I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's proof is in the pudding. Yeah. It's evident. Did you see how wide open Zach Ertz was? Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And several times. And and Ertz 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 missed by a mile. Murray missed him by a mile. Yeah. He he wasn't going to score. Also, he did. He did. No more. Yeah, he did. Missed both of them wide, wide open. He missed both of them. Yeah. And then of course, (laughs) and then of course, Marquise Brown drops one over the middle. He was taking that to the house. There's no oh. doubt in my mind. He was wide open in the middle of the field. Come on, when man. he dropped that one, that was that was a house. That was that was six guaranteed. As fast as that dude is, I still can't get out of my mind how he wiggled through them to score that one touchdown, man. They were slapping it air. 
Yeah, he can fly. Exactly. He can fly. And I'm like, why are we resorting back to this poor tackling again like we saw against Detroit? Yeah. Bro, TJ, TJ, this is the first time I've seen TJ look human. He looked very human this last game. Very human this last game. He just didn't have it. He didn't have it, man. He taking the wrong angles, not, you know, not tackling, you know, good. I mean, he just didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't look like the same guy, man. He What's like uh? Guy. What What was your sense of the way that Hertz played? I thought Hertz played. I don't Hertz think he played, played his best game. I thought he was okay. no. I thought he played adequate. Yeah, that's a good word to use. He played uh, adequate. I see encouraging signs like he rolling to his left. That one throw was right. beautiful across his body. Yeah. Arm strength going against the grain, which he didn't do a ton that's, last year. You don't do that though. Yeah, it's that's, dangerous. I know when, you're right. It's when dangerous. he did it. I said, no, why did he do that? And as soon as I said that, Jaws like, no, 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 right as I said it. Right. Because you just don't do that. You you can't throw – first of all, you don't throw across your body. But what you did see from him, mm-hmm. and I guess you housed, you know, the guy that, you know, coached him over the past couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, over the offseason. Well, in the offseason, yep. You saw him turn around to throw the ball, but he got his hips square yeah. yep. to throw it. That's all. That's all. Him going out and getting his fundamentals correct. Mm-hmm. He is more fundamentally sound than I've ever seen him, man. Even on that pass, on, even on that throwing across his body, he still was able to swing his hips around, get the footwork down, and throw. Man, I, it, to me, he, he's becoming that quarterback, man. That yeah, they do it all. Quarterback. He played. He played the game. Arizona forced him to play because Arizona put pressure on him all day. They didn't. They didn't let him just sit back there and set his feet. They right. forced him to move to the right and to the left, and it was it's sim- very similar similar to the Detroit game. Mm-hmm. He played. He answered how they forced him to play. Now, he didn't put up the kind of. Well, he was eighteen for thirty four against Detroit, but he didn't put up wild numbers. But he put up effective numbers when he right. had to, and right. he was smart enough. I saw a couple of games quarterbacks. Standing back there trying to make a play, trying to make a play, took unnecessary sacks yesterday across the yep, league. hundred percent. He threw the ball away when he had to. Live to see another play. He's a, he is a smart job. quarterback, man. Yeah, he yeah. is a smart quarterback. We, we just downplay that, man. We, yep. we really do downplay that, but he is. Oh, man. that's because Joe Phillies just signed Rob Thompson to a two-year deal. Yep, two-year deal. Uh, I was going to yeah, fuss them with that. Sorry about that. Finish. No, I want you guys to finish your point. No, I, not not at all. That's a great – that's that's, let's talk about it, that. It, it's a great move, you know. Uh, he's extended now for 23 and 24. Uh, Dave Dombrowski made the announcement today. Um, it's a done deal. I think it's a cool little – not that we didn't all think that this was – it was headed this way, of course. I mean, they'd be insane not to bring it back. But I think it's a cool thing – to do it before the next series starts. And the player's like, yeah, man, yeah, you took care yeah. of our guy. Like they're yeah. feeling going to be feeling really yeah. good about right. themselves going into tomorrow's right. game. So the right. timing right. was nice. Too, too many teams slap an interim tag on a manager or a coach. And then all of a sudden the offseason search, they bring in somebody completely yeah, different. Right. Right. When you look at how this team responded with him at the helm, it was a slam dunk mm-hmm. that these guys love playing for this guy, yep. you know, Agreed. And look at the success they had and look at how they rallied and turned it around um, under him and won games with depleted rosters at times in July and August and even in September and still find a way to get in the playoffs, although they took it down to the wire. They got some help from Milwaukee's inadequacies. They still found a way to get into the playoffs and shock the world and take out St. Louis in the first round. So that's what I love. You know, now on paper, 
you know, the, the defending champs are still standing. Now you got to go through them. Yep. And we assume you're going to have to go through the Dodgers if the Dodgers take care of the Padres. You know, but that's what that's what it's all about. The old saying goes, you want to be the best, you have to beat the best. And now no question. you got no you got two of the three best still in the game in Atlanta and, and the Los Angeles Dodgers. No question about it. Yeah, but look, he, there's no denying when you have this kind of this drastic of a turnaround, which they right. had under him. You're right. Right. This, this guy. And I'm happy for him. Look, he's he's been in the game for uh, 34 years, whatever it's been. This dude paid his dues. Yeah, he did. He paid yeah, his he dues, man. In the minor leagues for a long time as the, as the you know, bench coach where you're kind of unheralded. He waited his turn. He finally got a shot. And when he gets a shot, he does this. Even even go back to um, Friday's game. Just pinch running for Bohm. He puts Sosa in there. Yeah. Sosa makes a great slide yeah. to, in, in the midst of that inning. It, it, he's This guy's one step ahead. All the time, and I think the players thrive off of his his just, you know. They trust him, man. They, they trust him. They do yeah. trust him, man. You don't see anybody bitching about lineups, no, or anything. You know, usually guys are you know kind of moping in there. No, these guys understand what he's trying to do. They're trying to work within the framework of what he's trying to do, man. Anytime you got a manager that can do that, man, it's it's you've got a chance. You've got a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Shot. Yeah. So Michael Barkay is going to be joining us at one thirty. We will we will dip further into the fills and that move and everything else that's happening. Good good mojo going into the Braves series for sure. Braves coming off the bye week, and we'll get into to the dates when the games are being played, the pitching matchups, all that good stuff. Tomorrow at one o'clock. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Absolutely. So generally, I think you from an offensive perspective, the the game yesterday, you look at it as certainly not their A game, but they survived, and when they really had to have a big drive. You know, I mean, you went, again, last six drives without a touchdown, but that sixth drive, you did get a field goal, which gave you the lead, you know, and there was a lot of things that went down. Like, I'll I'll give you another example, just staying on the Jalen theme for a minute. uh, Perhaps the play of the game, in my opinion, could have been third 11 from the 35 when he's got all kinds of, you know, mess in his face. He's got a pass rush in his face, and he connects with Goddard, who breaks a tackle. And they get a first down on a third and eleven, which yeah. keeps it, which which makes that, by the way, it turns it into a manageable field goal where you drive it down to the five rather than being at the thirty-five right there. And if you try the field goal, it's fifty-two yards. That's a huge thing from 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 you a Cameron Dicker standpoint. You make it a, a chip shot compared to what could have been a big one. So even though they didn't throw it a ton on that last drive, that play may have been the play of the game. And yeah, it, you know, I just could. shows that just shows shows how hurts. You know, what I'm saying was able to execute it, man. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. He didn't buckle I mean, under pressure. No. Nope. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I never worry about that. I never feel like he that he's been shook in a game. Right. I, I don't right. think it's he's not made up that way. I I just I do worry he's taking a lot of hits. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm see frank. everybody yeah. keeps saying that. Man. I, I, I do. I'm one of them. I'm telling. 15 carries again yesterday, and and I know it's a necessity, and it worked. He got two touchdowns. I don't like seeing my quarterback diving head first in short yardage situations because the D lineman is laying shoulders and helmets and everything else. Boom. You know, and I just don't want to see jam neck, nerve, nerve injury, anything like that. I he's a strong dude. Isn't it? You know, anybody who underestimates his strength, how many quarterbacks, you know, squat 600 pounds. That well, just it's an auto- if you, a quarterback but, sneak is automatic. I hate to jinx I, it. I understand. Jalen hurts. But no, I'm saying okay. the defensive player is getting a shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. They're I don't taking a shot. Derek- it, it, that to me is a little bit different um, than some of the other stuff, but I hear you. I hear you. I, I, I don't like my quarterback carrying the ball 15 times a game, period. 
Yeah. You know, and he was he was your leading rusher, and he tied Miles Sanders for leading and most carries in the game. They both had 15 yeah. uh, in that game yesterday, you know. And I, again, now, you, I understand why he did it, but yeah. You don't you don't sweat that? No, I don't. Okay. I just don't don't take the intangibles out of his game. I get you it. You know, everybody keeps it. everybody keeps saying that. You know, we're, we're talking about a guy he's built differently than the than a regular quarterback. You know, like, I mean, you look at Jackson. You know, Jackson looks slender build. He looks like yeah. he's yep. he's fragile. There's nothing that looks fragile about Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and, and you know, the likelihood of you getting hurt in football is, I mean, it's a high possibility. But you can't take away what makes him a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, his ability to go out there and do the things that he does with the football, not just throwing the football, but his execution on how to make sure that, you know, even checking in and out of running plays and, you know, saying RPOs and read options and him reading coverage and stuff. I mean, his his quarterback, his quarterback, um, you know, his quarterback is more than just throwing and reading coverage. It's also looking at the defense and, and, and checking to the right plays, mm-hmm. whether it's a run play, his execution of the run play. Whatever is an option play, his execution an option to play. Understand what the you know what the what the the um the run part of it, the RPO, the pass part of the RPO, and the option between the two. He 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 can he can do it better than just about anybody I've seen yeah, uh, run that type of defense. So that's why I said you know I, I don't want to take that out of his game because that's a major major weapon and what makes him a really, really good quarterback. I, I, I agree with you 100%, but at some point, especially when you start frustrating defenses, when he goes into that slide, there's always that defensive loose cannon who's going to take that extra shot. Who was it yesterday? Quarterback took a shot. The quarterback came up pushing him, and all of a sudden you had a mini melee along the uh, sideline. Kenny Pickett. Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Pickett. Yeah, Pickett came up. He was that. He, he committed himself. He gave himself up. He slid. The DB still hit him. Uh, uh, defensive line, whoever it was, still pounced on him. Mm-hmm. And those are the little things. Um, that, that's that's the major reason why I don't like my quarterback having to tuck and run as much as he is. Because when you start frustrating the de- defensive people, all of a sudden they get ticked off, they lose their mind. I mean, let's face it. You that's got why you got a Jordan Malata. You got you got some loose cannons in playing in, in the National Football League. Yeah, uh, yeah, you have a yeah, Jordan Malata as an enforcer, but I'm saying that doesn't take away from the quarterback taking a shot before Jordan Malata, Lane Johns get over there and try to defend him. You know, well, I don't want to see the dude sipping through soup, sipping I soup through his throat. But, but then it's you take away, then you then you take away of what makes Jalen. I know, who he I know. Is. Yeah, the this I him running the offense. Yeah, I don't disagree with you at all. I'm just saying I don't just I just don't like because see, it cost RG three a career. It cost. Lamar Jackson, a significant part of the season last year. You know, I don't want to see it cost Jalen Hurts any playing time as they continue to go on this journey this year. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Especially with the the favorable schedule that they have. That's just a That's That's tough, man, because I look at the quarterback, uh, McNair, and McNair was built kind of the same way, kind of the same game. Steve McNair? Yes. Yeah. McNair's a thick quarterback, a thick yeah. body quarterback that can that can even handle big, that even bigger than Jalen, yeah. right? And who can handle that type of punishment? So was McNabb. McNabb was a thicker quarterback. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's you know it's, it's it's different football than it was back when Mac played. When Mac played, um, there were drop back quarterbacks. They weren't really the running around quarterbacks. Right. They weren't featured. Now right. these quarterbacks are featured in offenses that you know they didn't have back then. Right. So it's a difference in how they use those quarterbacks as opposed to what they use now. 
So, uh, you know, in, in, in Mac's defense, Mac chose to not be uh, um, a, runner, a running quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Mac he made a business be, decision. Yeah. He wanted to be a passing quarterback. You know, so I think that's a huge difference on how he approached the game. Uh, injury update, not Eagles. Rashad Penny out for the year. Yeah. For that's Seattle. A that's a shame. That's, he was having a such a good man. year. Broken fibula. That's a shame. He, he had been excellent. Yeah, yeah you was. saw. Him, you knew it was bad when you saw him on a cart being taken off. He had tears coming down I hate his face. That, you know, man. I hate seeing that man. Oh. He was having such a good year too. He's that's a stud. Shame. Yeah, that's, that's too bad. A shame. So mm. he's done for the year. That puts a real crimp into into Seattle, man. That that's for sure with that because that running game was so effective. All right, yeah, we come back. We'll go to the other side of the ball. We'll get the defense a little bit deeper. Uh, some of the struggles, some of the positives. Were they aggressive enough? Only one forced turnover. Only one sack. We'll get in all the Jordan Davis. Playing in 42% of the snaps, had another good week. We'll dive into that as well. Barrett, Derek, Rob, 130, Michael Barkan. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about ProAction Restoration. ProAction Restoration is the place that you reach out to if your home or business or property that you own is experienced or has experienced water, fire, smoke, mold damage. Whatever the case may be, they can handle it. They're on call 24 hours, seven days a week. I've gone through it personally. I called them on a Saturday. They got to my parents' house. They cleaned it up. They fixed the problem. The crew was professional, clean. The price was reasonable. They're licensed, bought it, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. Their reputation stands on its own. That's for sure. They also will work in conjunction with your insurance company. Again, it could be water, could be fire, could be smoke damage, mold remediation. They can handle all of it. And if there's something else going on and you're not quite sure, they absolutely are great to consult with, and they can come over and check it out and give you an idea of what's going on. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles
The faces you know. The team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program. Action News. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Back to the I mean, get ready. I mean, get ready. Xander made a business call. It only took an hour, and we bailed on the uh, on the I mean, new music. I mean, get ready, man. Once you hear that, it means get ready. Xander made a business call. Is this like interim music? Is this like what's happening, uh, Derek? I don't know. We have we have no identity. Is what basically we have no musical identity yet. We're gonna get there. We'll is get that, there. So Xander made an executive uh, decision. The, yes. the 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 um. New old music is out. Now we're back to the old old music. Is that correct? Oh yeah, I, I, I'm with Xander. You know, I, I mean, I, I it was okay, but like I said, I need you know that that music that he played off the top of the show today, it has to grow on you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I got to need to hear it a few more times. Can't make a definitive decision in terms of do I like it? Yeah. Don't I like it? Is it is it appropriate? Is it what we need? Is it our signature? Is is that the signature we need for the show? At this particular time, so, I thought we were going to get uh, the great Jordan Gunn, uh, dude, laying down some tracks for us. Let me tell you something. Jordan Gunn works for a corporation right across the hall from me here. <laughs> I hardly see Jordan Gunn. Okay, I've been asked. Matter of fact, I, it's funny you should say that because in a commercial break, I just texted him. I said, "Man, we need some beat samples real quick." Yes. Ha ha ha! I haven't heard from him yet. So okay, all uh, right, yeah. All right, I'm you know I'm just saying I think I think maybe he could do a better job, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, um, so back to uh, let me see. Oh, Xander's uh, jumping in here on this. He said, "You will never hear that music again." <laughs> <And> he said, <laughs> hey, "You know what? Hold on, before we move, hey, Xander, can you pop on for just a minute, please? Can you pop on, Xander?" Uh, there he is. All right, here Come we on, this, is our, this is our producer, okay. Xander Krause. Yeah. Hi, Xander. So, 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 Xander, you just heard me say that. The music that you played off the top, I, I, I didn't. I, I'm not against it. I'm not for it. I just think it has to be a piece of music that that's per, that personifies our image, our yeah, our I continuity. I knew chemistry. right away it wasn't the one. I knew right away. Yeah. Baron had this look on his face. I, I knew. It. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've sent a, I've sent another SOS out to my son Jordan Gunn, who I hardly see, who who's only like about. 75 feet away from me across the hall. So I've sent him a, a desperate SOS, Xander. That's all I can tell you. I'm waiting. Don't introduce I know yourself a bunch to Because I'm, I'm musically challenged as, as the rest of us. So <laughs> it's right. not, not my MO, but we'll see. We'll get it done. Yeah. We'll, like you said, Gunner, it's a work in progress. We'll yeah. find a musical yeah. identity. So. All right, I mean, so we got, 
This is the from, only time uh, I really what is that? I have beat have Sam Alexander at jacobmedia.com. Say it again. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. How much are you gonna charge us if we use one? That's what give I want to know. Give us your email address again. I'll put it in the chat. Okay. I'll drop it in the All chat. Right. Perfect. So, folks, <laughs> if you have some ideas, let Xander know and, and we will Xander will will ear okay. them, if you will. Uh, they can listen. The, right. the only time I can the only time I there see Jordan Jordan consistently is is when him or uh, is, is when me or his mom will text him and say, "Hey, dinner's ready." Dinner's All ready. All of a sudden, exactly. he yep. comes flying out of nowhere. Then, but outside yeah. of that, you see, you <laughs> amazing how that works. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. All right, boys, have the rest of Xander, thanks, man. All right, man. All right. Yeah, All right we'll, we'll, get, we'll get we'll get to the bottom. What well, what do you think? What what's a good timeline by the end of the week? Next week, when do we need to have a song by? Um, I would say let's let's be let's be open. I mean, we've been on the air. How many? Let's say May, June, July, August, September, and October. Six months. So we've been on the air over five months. Okay, so yeah. I would say two weeks. Two weeks is a generous time. Two weeks to, okay. to get samples in. Um, to to to, to before we arrive. At I something. got it here. What before the Eagles come back from the bye? Like like the week leading go. into the next game after there the bye, we need our tune that Monday. That's that Monday. That's a good. And how many weeks is that away? Like three, two weeks. Well, yeah, basically. two weeks. Okay. Yeah. yeah that that's a, that's enough. That's enough time. Right. Okay. To come up with samples. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Works. Works. Um. All right. Let's go to the defense here. Only seventeen points allowed. As much as people are irate with Gannon and the approach and all that, you know. And, and by the way, that game turned into exactly what Arizona wants. They want it to be kind of mucked up and uh, playgroundish. And and Kyler's buying fight. time, yeah, 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 and un, sort of yeah. unconventional, whatever. Yet, seventeen points, not bad. No, but they got some help. Now, come on, now they got some help. They I did. mean, he overthrew, he overthrew uh, Ertz by a mile. You know, Marquise Brown dropped a pass. You know, now now seventeen points is still seventeen points on the ledger. Don't get me wrong. And you get a kicker to shank one like he was kicking into a fifty mile an hour wind. I, I still can't believe that. If it was outdoors, I'd say, okay. You don't, if, you, if you better start listening to the to the chat, man. Okay, Milton Williams back. tipped the ball. Okay. All right, yeah, I, they keep yeah. on stressing that, man. They stressing it. They okay, stressing I get it. Okay. But still, even if he tipped it, I still it balled away. It took off because it was going like this, and then all of a sudden it just veered off. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird how, how, how it uh, took a but flight he, pattern. And he, he did the same thing in warm-ups. You know, that was pretty good by Fox, you know, yeah, making, yeah, making a reference to that. Very know? good job. But – when you when you look at this defense, man, I, I'm I'm going over the tape and I've been looking at the tape. I started after I was on Birds 365 this morning. Yeah, double the, duty for you, my yeah. Man. I did the whole show this morning. Um, then I turned around. Well, first of all, I got back here late, so I got here about nine thirty, ten o'clock. Um, stayed up and watched the end of, ending of the game last night. Right. Got up, did this show. Now I'm on this show, and then I got another show to do tonight. You're a machine. But but I, I said I'll say this. I still found time in between to watch film. In fact, that's why I didn't get on a meeting. But when I watched like the the, uh, the Marquise Brown touchdown, missed tackles. I mean, yes, both of the guys we talked about, C.J. Garner Johnson and T.J. Edwards, yes, mm-hmm. missed him on the tackle that very yeah. play. Yep. Yeah, they they tackle him. They stopped. You know, it would probably been a first down. But I mean, at least they had a chance to fight another instead. Mm-hmm. He dips on both of them and then takes it in for a score. Well, I, I will say this: Marquise has some incredible moves. That exactly. dude, that dude, set him up. See, he said I've watched him for so many years. He will set you up to make you think you got a shot on him, and all of a sudden he puts you on his highlight reel. 
You know, so I get, I'm gonna give him props as well. Why did Baltimore but, get rid of him? I don't know. They, I don't he, know. They, they trying to work out a contract negotiation. Man. He wanted to leave there because he didn't feel as though um, he'd have a chance of being a, a, um, a, star. a number one receiver, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. a star receiver with, you know, Jackson's ability, mm-hmm. with Jackson's abilities to throw the ball. Okay. But, they but said they're even, still friends, but they still, he said that's the major reason why. Fair enough. But the uh, <coughs> even more egregious, egregious era is they're lucky James Connors didn't finish that tackle because they couldn't bring that dude down. They, James, luck, yep. Luckily, James Conner went out with that injury because, I mean, he's running over people. And, and then like, I don't know how lucky that was because, um, oh, that, that, that rookie, yeah, Benjamin, yeah. you know, Benjamin, yeah, he played, was, played pretty well. Yep. He was dusting people too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, you're right. Uh, first of all, you Bro. got a name like Eno, you better be tough. But you know what it is, man? <laughs> better be good at this, something. Yeah, right. Yeah, but this, you know what? I, I, I'm just I was just like when I went to bed last night, I was sound in the in the in the mere fact that all right, this team figured out a way to lose. Um right. not to lose. Right. right. They won the game. There are times in the not so distant past, like I'm talking like a year and a half ago, that they'd have lost this game by fifty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They'd have got totally I agree. crushed. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? I can remember when I looked at this schedule. I did not see them being five and zero. Oh. In fact, I if I looked at the schedule, I was going to say they were going to be. I would have been happy with three and two at this point. Right. Going into Dallas and being three and three, to be honest, because none of us knew Jalen Hurts was going to play as well as he's playing right now. Yeah. Right. Was, True. No question. We also didn't know how Shane Steichen was going to call the offense. We had a lot of questions with the defense too, Barrett, even with all the pieces they had. We had no idea how Gannon was going to call this defense. So there were so many things that were questions. And then they, you know, they just started firing off on us, answering these questions week in and week out. And they still answered questions this week. They figured out a way of win to win without their best effort. Mm-hmm. Key players didn't play well. T.J. Edwards, he's the key player. Did not play well. Big play Slay, key guy. Which we haven't seen all year. These guys have been good week in and week out. Absolutely. Even even, even, I'm not going to talk bad about Fletch because Fletch has definitely gained my respect this this year. But, you know, he didn't make that impact. And that's only because the way the defense was called that he didn't. None of those guys really did because the mush rush. And we talked about the mush rush. We told people about the mush rush. And I explained it. They can't go be sack participants because they're they're not going to – if you if you give him an inch, he'll take a mile. So you got to be very disciplined on how you rush him. Very disciplined. I just want to officially go on record as saying that – why are you laughing? You didn't even let because me finish. When you start with that tone, I know. Right, yeah. right, right, right. All right. right. What are you trying to say? No, I, I just, finish. I just wanted, to, I just wanted stuff. to be we known. Okay, well then, what am I going to say? Uh, you know, Nostradamus. What am I about to say? It's, it's, it'll be, it'll be, it'll, it'll start off negative, but you'll try to work it into a positive. No, it's going to be yeah. negative. Oh, it's definitely going to be negative. There's no question about that. <laughs> There's no positive in this. I just said, I said it off the top of the show, and I want to reiterate it again that. Gannon had me, he had me fooled. He had me bamboozled, hoodwinked. I had one foot over the no. back of, of, of a back of Rob's, 
Gan wagon. I told you, I was about to climb into the Gan wagon. I was about to get in the back seat, not the front seat with you and, and, and Barrett. I was about to get in the back seat. Right now, you know, it's a, it's a gusty day, and I'm hanging on the oh, rails, man. and my feet are straight out like this until further notice. <laughs> I'm telling you what right you now. I didn't like That's, the way. I didn't like the, what. It wasn't necessarily the way it was called, though, man. I did not. Like, you you, you did think not it was like, players? It was players. It was players. Yes. He called a scheme. Who called a scheme to have your DBs playing ten yards off these dudes? Because look, the reason why they did that is 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 uh, Kyler Murray one of those guys that gets the ball out in in, in two point one seconds or one point eight seconds? No. No. He's a okay. guy that takes longer. He takes longer to get the ball out. If you so, why would you have them tight? Why would you have them tight? And then that's longer that you have to get. Um, you have to cover them. If you had a more, if because make it even tough. If your if your defensive front is playing the mush on them, okay. Um, why give? Look at when he started throwing all those slant routes. That's when they start getting back in the game. Why? Because these dudes are playing flag football back there again. Bring them up and knock them off their routes. Oh yeah, yeah. You're laughing now. You know what I'm talking about. You know why they let Kyler Murray? He stood back there, zip. He was throwing slants all day because they're playing flag football on the back end. We applauded how he had his guys playing more aggressive for three consecutive games. And he goes back to that junk what he called the first game against Detroit. Am I right or wrong? Yes, Derek. Thank you. Yeah, That's I, why I thought... I'm like this. I'm hanging off that game wagon again. Right here. I, I didn't like I didn't like the approach necessarily. I'm the, but I think we for some reason people would have laid all on him rather than players. No, I'm not doing that. I'm players, not doing that. man. Players. And I think I think they also that. like I, I thought Neither look. I'm not deflecting what Gannon did necessarily, but I didn't. Th- I didn't like the offensive approach more than I didn't like the defensive approach. Okay. Approach. Yes. Now I'll say that also. I yeah. agree. But I think I think both. Let me put it this way: both sides need to coach it up a lot better and play it up a lot better this week, or they will lose. They will lose. They well, play the way they played against the Cardinals for 48 minutes or, or uh, 60 minutes. They will lose to the Cowboys. We'll see. That, hey. that, that you're going to get their best effort. You're going to get. You're going to get the same effort that you saw versus Minnesota come Sunday night. You can believe that. I agree with that. And you know Dallas is going to bring their best game. See, exactly. Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota should have lost yesterday. Again, right. they the DB yeah. made a great play ripping the ball out of the receiver's hand. But Minnesota should have lost that, or at least should have been tied and went to overtime to settle the issue. That yeah. was a great play by it him. It was a great play. He got beat and then turned back around, went and yes. stripped him. That was an amazing play, man. But – if, I mean, it just goes to show football, man. It's, it's any given if, Sunday, man. If you look at the best defenses historically in the NFL, they all had a definitive identity. The 70 Steelers dared you to come across the line of scrimmage. That doomsday defense the Cowboys had was just our physical you, okay? When the Oakland Raiders had Lester Hayes and Jack Tatum, they would beat you up, man. You'd have to you have to file a police report when you play them. <laughs> <laughs> they got kid. Okay, you look at it. You look at the 49ers defense of the 90s, that defense they had. Okay, oh man, they, they... The, the Bears 85 defense. I can go on and on. The Bears 85 defense were professional thugs, you know, and they were good. That no question about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you're trying to establish your identity, what is what? Let me ask you guys this What is the Eagles' defensive identity? Can you tell me? I don't think they have one. Right? I, I I don't think there's there anything definitive with them. Like there are certain there games we've seen them, like Washington, get after the quarterback. Some games I thought Minnesota, they they, they the corners were just brilliant. They shut down you know quality receivers. Right. Uh, uh, you know they're they're that's they're, what they are. That's their identity. And I think, but the, they're the, the reason 
Yeah, and I think Gannon telling people he doesn't necessarily have a system lends itself to this looking different every single week. Yes. I, I get what you're saying, Derek. Mm. You, you would like to have an identity and something you hang your hat on. That's not really who, the way they're built necessarily. Nope. Well, we can say that's not the way they were built a year ago, but with the pieces they implemented this year, they you can build it any way you want it to go. They've got a premier, they got an edge rusher. One of the better edge rushers in the game is Hassan Reddick. They upgraded the linebacker. We all agree they upgraded the linebacking core across the board. They got even thicker in the D-tackle position. They yep. got better on the umbrella on the back end from corner to corner. So you can you can basically make your identity what it is. But even look over the last few years. We know what the Rams' defense was. We know what the 49ers' defense is. The 49ers are going to line up. They're going to play physical all day long. Now, if you mm-hmm. beat them, more power to you. Look at the way they're playing this year. This is how they've been playing the last five years. And if you want to play for San Francisco, I don't care what school you came from, what pro team that you came from. Here's the MO. If you come in here, you better bring a certain physicality you may not have had in college or in the pros. If you can't, you're not going to be here very long. Right Fair or wrong. Enough. All right. Well, let, let, me, right. let me ask That's you guys it. this. Uh, there, are, there aren't a ton of positives to glean, but I will say this. I thought Jordan Davis played well again. Uh, his snaps are up to 42% yesterday. Barrett, I'll start with you. What's your sense of uh, what we got out of uh, Jordan Davis? I think we need a little more. We need a little more time for Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to get some definite reps in this next game against Dallas because they love to run the ball and having him in there will be yeah. a plus. Yeah. They get their, their offense is, is geared on um, Zeke setting the tone. And it's what no, 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 uh-uh, uh-uh. Tony Pollard. Uh-uh. But Tony Pollard is the Tony Pollard is the big play guy. Tony Pollard gonna, gonna make people forget about Zeke. No, they can't because the they, the you're money not gonna have that much money. You never I had that much it. money sitting on the bench. That's the you're only reason to win. why you you're yeah. trying to win right now. You want to win. And who got who got most carries yesterday? Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is slowly emerging. Now let this defense tackle Tony Pollard. They were the way they were tackling James Conner and Eno Benjamin yesterday. It's not going to happen. I know it's not, but I'm just saying, you better not let Tony – did you see him break tackles on that long run yesterday? T- Tony Pollard's not the biggest back out there. Tony Pollard is a strong running back. Mm-hmm. Yes, but he is, not, he is not He is not. what the defense – I mean, uh, the offense be, um, is focused on. It's focused on you, Zeke. Okay. Zeke Go sets ahead. everything up for Tony to come in and knock it out the park. Well, well listen, while we're at it, let me ask you guys. If, if you're the Cowboys – do you try to sell Dak on a, one more week of hey you're you can't fully grip this ball because you want to keep it rolling with Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush is not lighting yes. the world on fire, but do you yes. do no, that? And, but but yes. I mean, or, or you're, if you're Dallas, you're saying, man, Dak's better than this guy. Ultimately, we need to get him back in there. Mm-hmm. Well, he is number one because he has more experience. Number two, uh, and, and number two, he's got that big money. Money talks. Money talks in this game. You know, so they're going to get Dak back. But if, I, if I'm if i that coaching staff and I'm Jerry – first of all, Jerry Jones needs to shut up. Jerry Jones needs to get off a radio show and start in controversy every week. You know, I understand Jones. it's his toy. He can do whatever he wants, say what he wants. That's it right Jerry, there. That's it. You know what you need to do? You need to lock Jerry Jones in a room and don't, <laughs> don't let him out until January. That's what you need to do. Take away his phone, microphones, everything that Jerry Jones has, any kind of technology he has, don't let Jerry Jones have. Because when he talks – he stirs up controversy for the wrong reason. 
Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, you need Jerry, to do first. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry is, is 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 going through something in his life right now. He's eighty he's years old, man. Stuff. Yeah, he's going through something in his life. He's <laughs> like, man, I'm gonna do what I want to do. What I and I'm gonna say what if I got a quarterback controversy, let me just have a quarterback controversy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He don't care about nothing we talking about. He don't care nothing about what his son talking about. He gonna tell his son, "Shut up, boy. This is still yeah. my team." I pay. I pay you. I'm the one. I'm the one who's giving you this lavish lifestyle that right, you and your right, family right, lead. Right, right, right. Oh my I God. Get, but if I'm, you know, I'm medical expert. Look, Dak. Let me tell you something. Uh, feels pretty good in there, and we watched you throw, and we just don't think it's where it is right now. We're gonna give you one more week, Cooper. That's right, what I saw him on. Dad, we're like, That's hey, we're I'm doing saying. this for you, Dak. Yeah, we right. don't want you yes. out there compromised. You need to have a full grip. What if you land on that hand? Yeah. Let's buy another week. What if, they slapped, what if they slapped the pen out of their hand? <laughs> but you know what, though? I'm going to tell what? you the truth. This defense will play well against him because they, 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 they're one of the few teams that can cover in tight coverage against uh, the, the, the Cowboys receivers. They can cover those guys, man, and give their, give their defense and uh, D-line an opportunity to get there. Mm. I like their ability to go out there and take that first read, but that's only that's – only let me say it again. Let me stress. That's only if Avanti Maddox is back. That's okay. only if he's back. I got a feeling they're going to show CeeDee Lamb too much respect because CeeDee Lamb can flat out fly. They're going to give him too much of a cushion over there. I really do. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, then maybe there's some lessons learned off of this week. Yeah, yeah and, that's and, what and it is. You know, Better the be. approach is, is, is different. And, and guys are going to go out there with S's on their chest. My lot is going to go out there with S's on his chest. You know Lane's going to go out there with an S on his chest. He wants to fight. Mm-hmm. Kelsey's going to want to fight. Lane Dickerson yeah. is going to be mauling folks, bro. He's been mauling people, man. Yeah. Mauling. I mean, I, I'm starting to love him more and more, bro. More and more. The more and more I watch him play, the more and more I get hype mm-hmm. on how he's just coming off the ball and tattooing. He just grabs folk, man. He grabs them mm-hmm. and just throws them. That's how, that's how he's starting to look now. He is starting to look like the real deal. In fact, he reminds me a little bit of a uh, let me see. Uh, what is his name? Oh my goodness. Like a Nate Newton. Huh? Mm. He reminds me a lot of a Nate Newton. Okay. This is He's not at the Larry Allen level yet. You know, right. I think Jordan Malata would be a closer um uh, Larry Allen type than uh, anybody, but yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at it. Okay. All right. This, All right. It's going to be a junkyard. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun a... Sunday night. What a, what yeah, a week, what a week buildup. And we'll dive headlong into it, man, uh, starting tomorrow. That's for sure. All right. So coming up, we'll have Michael Barkan. We'll talk Phillies mm-hmm. and Eagles as he is the pre- and post-game host for both of those teams. And uh, Barrett's guy every each and every Sunday and Monday and Thursday, depending on when the, the Eagles play. But we'll talk both with Michael. Big news from a Philly standpoint is not only that they're playing the Braves tomorrow in the NLDS, they have lifted the interim tag on Rob Thompson, and he is locked up, extended for two more years. Uh, certainly, uh, absolutely deserving. So we'll, di- we'll dive into that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett, and Rob. Let's talk about Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So ask yourself the question, do you have any type of issues with your trees or or bushes in the yard or in your property? If you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They're experts trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern PA 
South Jersey, and Northern Delaware. Flint Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Now keep in mind, we're in that storm season, hurricane, etc. Now's a great time to have your trees evaluated just so you can avoid having some kind of mess if they potentially come down. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for a sampling of their work and more information. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848 or online at flynntreeservices.com. That's flynntreeservices.com. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Happy Monday, everybody. It's an Eagles. It's a Phillies. It's a Mets lose kind of Monday here on Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Man, oh, man, what a week we have coming up. Starting tomorrow, you have the Phillies against the Braves in the NLDS. 
Fast forward to next Sunday night. It's the Eagles and the Cowboys. It does not get much better. You know what? Yes, it does. It does right now because we have Michael Barkan from NBC Sports Philadelphia. Yes. Oh, he's throwing punches. Oh, he's already he's already, he's already throwing the punches. He's ready to rock and roll. Michael B, welcome to the show. How you doing, my man? Mike, Thank Mike. You. Oh, what's up, man? You're not smiling. Gunner's smiling. Robbie's smiling. There's my double B. There he is, buddy. He misses you. It's been a long time since you guys were together. Right. I know, I know. And since we got up this morning, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, alongside of the bed. What's up, gentlemen? Michael, just think about this from a and, and a, you you know at heart we're all fans, right? We get into this business because we love sports and we love the teams and all that kind of stuff, and it's fun. But to have a week like this in front of us, man, and I know it's it's Monday, and uh, you, we're still looking back at the game yesterday and all that. But man, what's on deck here? To, to, we haven't had this in 11 years with the Phillies, and we have an Eagles-Cowboys game with the Eagles undefeated after five games. It's pretty wild. It's the beauty of Philadelphia sports, sports in general, but certainly Philadelphia sports. You can be down on your luck to the nth degree, and all of a sudden things turn around. They're unforeseen. And certainly at the end of September, when the Phillies were in the midst of a five-game losing streak, I don't know if we thought we'd be here right now. I think I thought they had it in them as long as everything was put together perfectly. And I, I didn't know whether or not that was going to happen after thinking that especially toward the end of the first half of the season, they were pretty good. And and when Topper took over, they were really good. Uh, the Eagles, I think we saw this coming and, and Barrett and Gunner can, I'll defer to you, the two of you, but we were talking to, uh, on the post-game show yesterday, or maybe it was pre-game, and, and um, asking Rubin about when when did you see this coming? He said, well, well, you definitely saw the moves with regard to the Eagles in the offseason, and then you saw training camp and what they had at their disposal, and you thought this is going to be pretty good. Talking to our old pal Ray Dittinger, um, this is way before the season began, and he said, Mike, they, they might win their first six games, Mike, and, and, um, and sure enough, it may come to pass. <laughs> I love your Ray, by the way. <laughs> you got to do the sigh first. Well, yeah, they they possibly could win six straight, Mike, to open it up. And I was talking to him last night on the way home, Barrett and Gunner and Robbie, uh, and he's he's sticking to that. You know, he, he's sticking to that. And you look across the NFC, who's that good that they don't have a chance? He was talking about them maybe going thirteen and four or even fifteen and two. Ray, That's Ray Diddy. Oh yeah. my god. Well, the, 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 the conference is not great. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not. You know, yeah. so, but it's exciting. It, it is really, really exciting. And um, it's it's the reason I love what we do is 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 all of this excitement. There, there's real stuff going on in the world. We're in the fun and games department, and I'm, I'm blessed to be so. All I ever wanted to do, talk to you guys. Are you kidding well, me? In the studio, Michael. You you need much higher goals in life. Don't worry. Oh, that's been that's been said. I'm sorry, but to me, I've, I've attained the goal being here. Well, Michael, let's start with this one from a Phillies perspective. They 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 remove the interim tag and they give it a two year extension to Rob Thompson for 23 and 24 seasons. I don't think anybody would argue. You know, nobody more worthy than this. But I love doing it now on the heels of this upcoming series. It just gives the players a little bit more, like a little bit more bonding. Our guy, we had his back. He's got our back. Let's go. Yeah. In 1988 or 89, the Eagles gave Randall Cunningham a five-year deal 
And I don't know what the worth of the contract was, but it was the morning of the season opener. They were playing the Redskins in Washington, and he only went out and threw five touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we could see something similar with regard to the Phillies. At least I hope so. This team loves Rob Thompson. They want to play for him. He's gotten the most out of them. He never frets when they go through a losing spell. He, 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 he is all about his guys. And I think he's used them, especially the bullpen. He has used them great. And I think the timing of this was perfect. And we've had plenty to say about the timing being not perfect with regard to our Philadelphia teams. This is awesome. You do it today. It's not the day of, so it doesn't get in the way. It's the day before. I'm sure the team, when they found out, were over the moon. They're going to be pumped for this guy. And uh, and Philadelphia Phillies fans should be pumped about it, too. He's, he's been a really good manager. I don't want to go too crazy on it, but he's been a really good manager. And this team is, what, fourth, or fourth, fifth best record in baseball since he took over June 3rd? That's saying something. Yeah. So, Absolutely. but they've got the talent, too. Yeah. Go ahead, Derek. You're muted, I think. Dang it. Um, I've always said that, you know what, a lot, a lot of teams, a lot of teams in sports make the mistake of you have an interim manager in place. And then all of a sudden they go outside the organization looking for that next great manager to get this team over the hump. And I thought it, I thought it was best stated by the physical actions of the players all season long, the way they responded to this guy, especially when things were not going that well, when you look at the money and the talent they had on this team, and it wasn't going that well in May, and kudos to the organization for identifying we need to make a switch now. We have too much talent here. I thought it I thought it was spoke volumes in terms of body language and productivity, the way this team has responded to Rob Thompson all season long. So that's why I'm so glad that they made sure, especially when you got a big series like this one coming up against the Atlanta Braves, the defending champions. You know, people always talk about, you know, a, a professional athlete should not need extra motivation to play the game. Well, sometimes you do. And, and, and I think that speaks volumes in terms of what this organization thought of Thompson and the strategic moment that they picked on the eve of going up against the defending World Series champions to announce that they that this guy's going to be calling the shots for you for the next couple of years. Completely agree, Gunner. And I think there are a few in this world, not, not everybody, but there are a few in this world that don't need a little pat on the back from time to time. Uh, we work with a producer, Robbie, I know you know, Sean Kane. I could mispronounce my own damn name, and he would say, great job. Close enough. You'll get it next oh, yeah. time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Great, 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 great job. And, and I don't care if he's lying. It makes me feel good. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think that's not a, not, not a little thing. I think that's a huge thing in human dynamics. And I, I think that move did two things. One, it helped Rob Thompson get the best out of the roster. But two, it also served to hold a mirror up to the roster itself. And these guys were ashamed. They should have been ashamed. You got yeah. Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber and Reese Hoskins and Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola and all these guys and these young kids. And that's the other thing I think he did. I think he, he held the light up for the young kids. He got yeah. them to the top. And and um, I remember Larry Brown doing that as well. The the might have been what was it, 2000, 2001 season when they went to the finals? Raja Bell and some of those guys. Yeah, yeah. there were young yeah. guys that he that he got in there early in the season and let them go through all the all the the pressure cooker of late 
in games. And mm-hmm. so when they got to the postseason, it wasn't as big a jump for, for the team. And I think that's exactly what Topper did with uh, with Bohm, who I know is not a rookie, but Bryson Stott and Matt Veerling, who I know is not a rookie, but mm-hmm. they're young players. And he, and he really had them baptized by fire. And sometimes it didn't work too well, but sometimes it did. And now you look at a guy like Bryson Stott or Veerling, or Bohm, look at look at the way Bohm's played those first two games, and, and I think that's really important to get them exposed to that because. And, and Barrett, we've been talking about this with regard to Jalen Hurts. Everybody, you know, the, the he was under the pressure cooker for the moment he he finished last season. If he doesn't do it next year, they're really going to have to start looking for a quarterback. But if you look at Joe Burrow and you look at Kyler uh, Murray. Who are, his, who are his colleagues, really, and Murray was his predecessor at Oklahoma, you look at these guys, they're being talked about as the quarterback of the future. Yeah, they're going to have some road bumps along the way, but they're going to be great eventually. That was never said about Jalen Hurts until this year. And, and, and I think that sometimes we need to wait a little bit for guys to blossom. Sometimes it does take a while for the game to slow down, as they say. And, and we all know from our own jobs and, and what we do. So th- it, it takes a while for you not to panic in certain uh, situations. And and um, and I think that that's what has happened to Jalen Hurts. That's what's happened to the daycare, as, as we've been calling them affectionately, for the Phillies. takes a little while, and you got to stay with it. But we want the instant gratification. So if it doesn't happen, done. And, uh, what, and that's a shame. Well, you know, you know, getting back to the to the Phillies, man, um, do they have enough going into this series um, at, at the starting pitcher? Do they have enough going into the series? I would say hell yes, they have enough. Now, you know, mm. I don't know. About, they just signed um, – who's the kid? Who's the rookie pitcher for Strider? Spencer Strider? Yeah, they yeah, just I, gave him an extension. Guy, yep. They just gave him an extension, and that guy worries me because the, the Phillies yeah. have had difficulty hitting him. He's really good. Max Freed, I think they kind of – you know, they have solved him at, at various times. Um, but I think the pitchers, uh, I know it's going to be Ranger. And by the way, what I had heard was, what I, again, heard, and it never came to pass, was that if there was a game three in the wild card series, Ranger might not have been the guy. They might have gone with an opener, like an Eflin or like a Cindergaard and, and started it. I hesitate to say Kyle Gibson, but it didn't come to pass, so no big deal. But I think Ranger Suarez is going to be fine in this situation tomorrow afternoon they're going to have the bullpen it's all hands on deck you know mm-hmm. and uh Wheeler goes the next day and and he goes on regular rest Nola goes on on one day longer rest which is really important for Aaron Nola and you look at his record when he pitches on regular rest as they say four days rest versus five days rest and it's a different record entirely for Aaron Nola so that extra day is a good thing for him and Wheeler I'd use Wheeler till his arm falls off for goodness sakes you don't yeah, know really. when you're going to be here again you know, and, and he is a stud. Yeah, he is. So I'm, I'm, I'm confident about the pitching. It's the hitting that, that I'm shaky about. Well, yeah, and maybe I keep saying this all the time whenever Harper does something, but maybe that home run gets him going. And it seems like those guys start to file, you know, follow suit when he gets, gets hot, Michael. I mean, let's face it. They win game one out of just pure grit in that in that ninth inning it's not because really the big boys you you know deliver for you but I thought Harper hitting that one Saturday was a little bit of a message sender and maybe that carries over for him 
I, I hope so. And, and the only thing I was wondering is whether or not there are any kind of nagging injuries that, that are lingering with, with Harper. Yeah. I don't think his elbow is an issue other than in the field. But but I, I thought the same thing because that thing was a blast. Oof. And it went out in a hurry <clears> and had <throat> arc to it. And I thought, okay, maybe he is back. The, the thing that confounded me when he returned on August 26th from two months away was that in the previous times he had been laid up when he came back, he just, he just hit the ground running and it was, he got hit in the face last season yeah. for God's sakes. And yeah. he came yeah. back and picked up won the MVP. So, so I, I, when I saw that he was struggling and he was, I mean, he, he was batting like two twenty or something from August 26th until, until the end of the season, not great with three, four home runs, not a lot of runs batted in OBP was down. And, and I, I really, I wondered where, what was wrong. Um, but that home run was huge, and sometimes it gets psychological for all of them. Uh, also, you'll recall when he came back from injury, he's normally batting third, and I think maybe he batted third that first game back on, on August 26th, and then Topper put him to cleanup, and I didn't think that was the place for him, and I thought that messed with his head a little bit. That's right. just me. Uh, but he's, he's back at cleanup again uh, or going back and forth, and it worked out. Wait, was he batting? Th- I'm trying to remember. No, he cleaned up. He batted. He batted clean up even in the second game, right? I believe so. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll check it. But while, while we speak about it, but I, yeah, I didn't know because of left right stuff whether or not they did it. They had Real Muto batting batting third. So, but but when you look at the lineup on its face, it looks pretty good. You know, I mean, it looks it looks real good. He was clean uh, up, Mike. Both both games. Yeah. Oh, both games. Okay. Yep. Um, um, that looked menacing. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, it would be nice if Castellanos would do freaking something. Like, that would be beautiful if he just did freaking something. Here we you know? go. Here we go. All right. I got a vent for a minute. Here we Can go. I vent for a second here? Okay. Yeah, that's a happy-go-lucky show until you started this. No, I can't. Look, look. I am that you just said. I, I don't know if I recall it, but go ahead. No, but – and then I got to listen to Michael Gay. Castellanos. It's Castellanos. Oh, anyway. Okay. Um, I, I didn't mean that, Robbie. I meant because I haven't heard from the guy all season. I agree That's with you. And I, you wow. actually, Michael, I loved it on uh, Saturday. Hey, he had a good, he had a good August. He had a good yeah. August. Yeah, okay. Well, you're the, the stream. Long, buddy. <laughs> but you were great because you took a little veiled shot Saturday and like Ricky and, and Ben were kind of like, <laughs> come on, man. But I was with you on that anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. story. Uh, but no, I, I he needs to come through because Schwarber, for what, as hot and cold as he is, and he is crazy hot and cold. Sorry, 46 is 46, man. That's a lot of home runs, right? And Harper was was playing like an MVP until he broke the thumb. And I could give him a, a you know a bit of an, a, a pass for that. But And a lot of other guys really stepped up. But Castellanos is a guy who really needs to start coming through for this team in a big way. But I don't want to. I don't want to get off on that. But let me ask you about. Oh, Bowman. I'm with yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Castellanos. Yeah, that guy. No, wait a minute. You wait a minute. You want to single out Castellanos, okay? But you brought up a valid point a few moments ago. The top four in his lineup are are, are no shows for the most part. They were they one for better. six. They were one for sixteen on Friday and two for sixteen on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So say what you want to say about Castellanos. Right. That's true. But your big money ball players in a funny order. Okay, Harper finally hits a home run. Schwarber hits an occasional home run. Not like the home what we was hitting the ball in July and in, in, in August he tail is, is when the tail off started yeah. and it's continued. You're not so, wrong, Derek. You're not wrong. A, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. No, so so get off Castellanos. Get off of him. You know, here's, but here's the other thing, Gunner, and, and you, Barrett, and Rob know me better than anybody in the, in, in this town. Uh, and, and you know I am a sucker. 
for nice guys. And from the moment he came to Philadelphia telling John Clark, you say one question, you know, and, and, and being like, he was, he was really a, a active. He's a mope. Like, to him. He was like a mope. And, yeah. and, and then the whole thing with Jim Salisbury, who I think you all three agree, is the nicest guy you ever want to meet. Yes. And, no and to do what he did to Jim Salisbury, can someone explain this to him? I mean, embarrass him in front. Okay, you want to do that when you're batting 300? You're still a jerk. But but at least bat three hundred. At yeah. least make some plays. You want to do that, and you're not. Then I, I have no time for you. Then you bet. Then get that. Get out. I mean, just get out. <laughs> Other than that, I love the guy. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let's go positive. Let's go bold. Yes, I, positive. The the defensive transformation of Alec Bohm has been nothing short of just amazing. And to think he out defended Nolan Arenado in that series. Both games, one and two, he came up with some money clutch plays. That is one of the more amazing things that we've seen, what he's transformed into. And again, it's the evolution of a young player. It's the evolution of a guy. He's played third. He's played first. Um, he, he was new to Major League Baseball last season. Certainly at the beginning of this season, you make three errors in one inning and, and, and you say, I hate this town or I hate this place, whatever it was he said, that, that puts you in bad standing. And then he comes back again, the, the good guy theory. He comes back and said, no, I didn't mean it. I shouldn't have said it. Next day he gets a standing ovation when he comes to the plate. I mean, we get a guy like that. We know how much he wants to win. And, and, uh, certainly all athletes are like this, but in particular baseball players, man, they are just flatlined. They're all like Jalen Hurts. It doesn't make a difference how much you win by. They're all like Aaron Nola. They, they seem like they don't have a pulse. And Alec Bohm is of that mold. He's just cool, calm, and collected. And he said to Taryn Hatcher after the game, you know, pe- people say I-, I can't field. Like, I don't care what they say. And I liked hearing that from him. But the fact of the matter, I said this, like, I said, Alec, you have had a problem with fielding time and time, my friend. <laughs> and I think that that will occur. I, I don't know if if we're ever going to see the consistency that we would like. We're, he's never going to be Mike Schmidt or Scott Rowland, I don't think. And sometimes there are plays that those in between balls that Derek Gunn can feel with a plum. Uh, that, That's that right. Had, you better believe I, it. I know it. I've seen it happen. Um, and and, and <laughs> I think Alec Bohm has issue. You know, he struggles with those plays sometimes. Yep. And tell me, you weren't how many how many assists did he have the other night? Seven. I think he had seven putouts or, or seven assists. And. and how many of those were you thinking, oh, I hope he doesn't overthrow Hoskins. I hope he makes the throw right. I hope he gets it. You know, in that, that blink of an eye, when you know the ball's going to him, I'm thinking, please, please, build it cleanly. And yeah. he did every time, which is great. But I still think we're all thinking in the back of our head, is it going to be, a, you know, uh, an expedition with this mm-hmm. guy? That's mm-hmm. all. Fair so, enough. Mike, so, Michael, what do you think has to happen for this Phillies team if they're going to have a chance against Atlanta in this series? Well, I, I think they – They've got to get on the board early. And you look at their record, and this might be the case with, with any number of teams in the playoffs, if not all of them. But if the Phillies score the first run, they're 56 wins, 21 losses if they mm. score first in the regular okay. season. That is a huge that, – that's like a 110-win uh, schedule if, if you're going at 162. That's the kind of winning percentage that is. They've got to score first. And, and um, it, they've been hard-pressed to do that. Sometimes Schwarber gets hot. He'll give you a leadoff home run on the first pitch. Sometimes they don't score till the fifth or sixth inning. But 
the the one thing that I'm certain of is is baseball's the type of sport and the Phillies are a type of team that they just keep firing and 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 hopefully something clicks even if it's later in the game. Um, they were three and sixty, three wins, sixty losses when trailing after the eighth inning in that oh, game okay. one. Yeah, and that's not that's not a good average, but they they just keep at it, and mm-hmm. and I think that says a lot about what they can possibly do. It's going to be tough against Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's not the, not just the the, uh, the division winner. Uh, they didn't just run down the Mets and, and overtake them and win the division. They're the reigning world champions, and they did it without Freddie Freeman, for goodness yep. sake. Yep. He's an MVP himself. So, so that tells you how good they are. And, and I also think that this um, – you know, it tests a team. It, it really, uh, it, it, it's a baptism by fire, I said before. I think the Braves, they've been there. They've been to the World Series, and they've won it. And I, so I obviously give an edge to them because of that. But don't be surprised if, if the Phillies, especially because of their starting pitching, if if they take this outright uh, or they definitely take it to five games. It would not surprise me. I'm, I'm hoping. My fingers are crossed. Mm. You know, mm, we'll I hear you. I hear you. But it's, I, it's an it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time, man. Speaking so, of that, it's been a long time since we've had this. Yeah. So in addition, and you guys did, by the way, a great job all the way through from Monday last Monday night. I can't believe it's only been a week <laughs> when they when they clinched against the Astros all the way through. You know, with the postseason stuff and you know the back and forth celebrations. You get a phenomenal job by, by the entire Thank crew. Um, you also do the Eagles uh, pre and post with with our with some guy Barrett Brooks. You, we, we may be familiar with. <laughs> uh, so uh, I I got to get your impression. Yesterday's kind of a weird game. You win, and that really should be all that matters ultimately in the NFL. But we know that you know it wasn't maybe the prettiest of wins yesterday, and people have some concerns. What's your sense, Michael, of the of the Birds win over the Cardinals? I don't know. I mean, I, I'd, I'd love to hear from Barrett and Gunner on this. We certainly Barrett and I talked about it yesterday with, with Jaws and Ruben Frank. But, you know, uh, you remember that old wide world of sports open, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat and how Mike Schmidt changed it to in Philadelphia. You get to experience the thrill of victory and the agony of reading about it the next day. <laughs> and, and I think case in point was yesterday with the Eagles. I mean, a win's a win in the NFL. And I think I think even Barrett and Jaws were like chastising me because I got a little down on the team. But the bar has been raised. The bar has been raised significantly for this Eagles team. They look really good in the in the first four games of this season. And, and they look really good in the first half uh, of this one. They should have gotten more points. Perhaps they didn't. And I thought, all right, they're, they're really going to come out strong. And they did. They got the ball in the third quarter. They did come out strong. And then they kind of fell flat and everything got a little bit stale. So I, I think when, when we look back in, at the first four games and see what they did, the expectation is that they're just going to be devastating to another team each and every game. It just doesn't go like that. They're going to lose a game uh, at, at some point. And I just didn't think it was going to be as as sloppy as it was yesterday i also thought it was interesting how jalen hurts he took the whole thing on his shoulders he said he was he let down his teammates after the game i don't know if i go that far because these guys are it's imperfect you know the other team is across the line trying to make you miss so so um i think they're going to be fine i think they are are growing with each week i don't know how i don't know how good they are relative to any of the elite teams that we have seen in the past, 
the NFL is a little bit more watered down now, I think. But you look at Green Bay losing to the Giants. We thought the Giants were going to stink this year. Yep. Now they're four nope. one. Yep. So I don't. Yeah, we thought we thought Minnesota wasn't that that good. Their long losses to the Eagles, Detroit. I mean, you know, gave them a battle early until they they uh, exerted themselves. So I don't know what to expect. Dallas coming in at four and one with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Don't sleep on Dallas. And and, and then the next week's a bye week. You, you don't want to lose to any team, but you certainly don't want to lose to Dallas going into the bye week. You'd love That's to right. have that. It's not Dallas. happening, baby. It's That's not right. happening. That's right. Love to hear it. By the <laughs> way, I, I showed member Barrett yesterday. If um, if you start out 6-0 and in an NFL season, going back to 1990, teams that start out 6-0, and you got a 90-plus percent chance of making the playoffs, and you have a 22% chance of winning the Super Bowl. If you were five and zero, oh, that was like a fifteen percent chance. It jumps to twenty two, and it keeps going higher as you win. So, uh, I, I think things are looking up for the birds. But uh, I'm nervous about this Dallas game because it's yeah. Dallas. You know. Well, we'll and, and and Dallas's strength is getting after the quarterback, uh, right? And yeah. the offensive line right now, through injuries, uh, has been a little bit compromised in, in some ways. But that's it's going to be a huge aspect. And, and, you know, on the other side, we talked a lot about the defense today, man. They better be, be able to get after him. They better be able to get after whether it's Dak or Cooper Rush. If they're not, it's going to be a long night. It's going to be a long right. night. Well, first, first in line, Barrett, and you tell me, that at one point in yesterday's game, they were missing three-fifths of That's their right. starting offensive line. So yep. so you got Mylotta out for the game. Dickerson went out. Kelsey went out. And I think they've got they've got talent even at the backup positions. Um, but you need to – I would think you need a week's worth of practice. If you put those guys in there, uh, you know, uh, Opeta and Driscoll, you, you put those guys in there, uh, I would think and give them a week's worth of practice, it would look a little bit different than it did yesterday, wouldn't it? No. Yeah, it absolutely – it would. No. It would. No. It, would, it would look a lot better because <laughs> no. you have the game no. plan. You have the game plan for guys like that. You know, you just can't think that you're going to go in and just play, you know – well, they do. They go in and they play well. But if you have them in the offense and you game plan them, you're going to you're gonna tend to run the ball more when you have those guys in there. I don't know why they didn't this last game. They yeah. totally forgot to run for two and a half uh, quarters. But you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think they learned from this. Um, Steichen learned from this. Even Gannon learned from uh, – what we what he went through yesterday, and uh, you know you have a be much better effort from this point. The, on. the only reason I said no, Mike, is because I don't want to see my third left tackle going up against Dallas's pass rush, and Opeta is a much better run blocker than he is a pass blocker. I don't mm -hmm. want to see happen again this coming Sunday. What happened this past Sunday? Um, them trying to throw the ball more than running the ball. If there's, if Dallas is susceptible at one thing, is they give up chunks of real estate in the running game. Every other aspect of their defense is thoroughly efficient except the run game. They're inconsistent. They bow up at times, but they give up big real estate. And I don't want to have to go on that game with Driscoll lining up next to a Peta on their left side because that's not a good scenario. That's the only reason right. I said no real quick. Right, 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 right I think right. that's more than you said on the post-game show yesterday. <laughs> now, believe it or not, <laughs> believe it or not, we have found a way. We have found a way to curtail one Seth Joyner. He still no. says what he's going to say. Oh, yeah. See, I, I'd love to jump in and disagree with him just to set him off. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll live, <laughs> live for the moment. I'll live for the moment. Let me know how that goes. But, but you're right. I, I, you know, you're, you're right. But they also won a Super Bowl with um, with replacements on the left side of that line. 
And, um, and I'm hoping I haven't heard about what, what's going on. Kelsey rolled his ankle. I know that. I don't know what, what happened with, uh, with Dickerson, Dickerson um, yeah. who went out. He, he came back also. And then Kelsey's a friggin' stud. I mean, the, oh, the, yeah. uh, we thought we, we were talking about, well, he'll be, uh, as Ruben Frank said yesterday, we were hoping that he would be back, back by, by the Pittsburgh game. And he comes back later in the game. So, um, and then he, he says after the game, I tend to be a little dramatic sometimes. <laughs> no, <laughs> you dramatic? No. Oh, Kelsey, yeah. yeah. No, Kelsey, yeah. Kelsey, yeah, right. Oh, okay. All right. Taking a little shot at Michael, our guest? Oh, oh. wow. Too. I, can I would never do that. Oh, Michael knows. Not a future Hall of Fame, but he is a future Hall of Famer, isn't he? Hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. I mean, he's he's just a, unbelievable what what he does, how he leads the team, and I would think he's also a calming presence in that mm-hmm. huddle. Um, so yeah, I I have uh, I'm I'm thinking good thoughts about this this Dallas game. I love that it's here. I love that it's Sunday night, and. Um, and then we'll we'll get to think about Pittsburgh for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and this will be the first time if they win. What they were they were seven and zero in um in in TOs at, at two thousand four. Yeah, they, this yeah. is the third time in franchise history they're five and zero. It was eighty one oh four in this year, but yeah, the the TO year they took it a step further than eighty one did. Yeah. I said we said to Jaws yesterday. I said, what happened in that eighty one year, Jaws? I mean, you, you you finished at five and six after that start in yeah. in, uh, in eighty one, but uh, then we had to go against the Giants in the playoffs, and he was he was explaining it like he still was playing. Oh God, and, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but, but um, uh, yeah. So Michael, give us the uh, the the lowdown here. What that we got a one thirty game tomorrow, uh, game one, and I believe the other one oh seven. I'm sorry, one oh seven, and then a four thirty yeah. on two uh, on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. So when when are you? What is your your uh, pre? When's your post? We uh, hour, yeah, we got an hour pre tomorrow, uh, okay. and that we are full up. Uh, we thought we might be doing a half an hour, but but we have an hour pre. Even Barrett's involved tomorrow. He doesn't know it. I'm telling him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, enjoy, man. Barrett doesn't have enough going on. He needs he needs we more jobs. Yeah. We got an hour pre with. Um, with Ricky Bell, uh, Ben Davis, Ruben Amaro Jr. in the studio. And then in Atlanta will be uh, Jim Salisbury, will be Tom McCarthy, and will be John Clark with, with all the uh, interviews and analysis from Atlanta. That'll be fun. And then game time is at 107. And last out recorded, we got the post-game program. And I'm um, looking forward to that. And, and also, I love the fact uh, – I don't know what you guys thought about the wild card series and the fact that it was played at one team's – field and it was played three straight days but but to me it kind of had the feel of like a like an ncaa tournament you know everybody's playing get the first round games going um and i wouldn't mind seeing that uh um with with the nlds as well because it's best of five i don't i don't want to stagger the starts have all the teams there's there's the same same number of games let's have all the teams play on the same day i think that's awesome i I think it's spread (laughs) out too much they spread it out too much. I yeah. wish they were playing every day. Well, I'll yeah. tell you, Gunner, it, it's uh, it's um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and yeah. then Friday, uh, Friday, Saturday here. But then if there's a game five, it's Sunday. They go right back to Atlanta yep. and play on, su- That's on Sunday. Cra- That's crazy. That. Uh, you know, I, I don't need I don't need to spread it out. That's part of the problem that I always have with the NBA playoffs. Oh, the NBA is the worst. Games yep. between game two and game three. Right. Just play the damn thing. 
you know? Yeah. yeah. In, in fact, right. in, in the old days, before before all the all the teams, the proliferation of all the major league teams, they used to play the World Series in seven straight days. Because yeah. it was the the Yankees against the Brooklyn Dodgers, and they just had to take a bus uh, over to <laughs> Yankee Stadium in the Ebbets Field, but they played it in seven straight days. Right. And yeah. and I think once you get it going, you know, I understand that it's over in a week versus over in two weeks. I get it, but I, I'd rather have it uh, short but powerful. No you know? doubt. And see, no and doubt. see, for guys like all of us, we need the content daily. Yes, know? sir. We don't want the yeah. downtime. Amen. Well, you know what? You know what? You can you can just review it. Like uh, you take take a little longer to review it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just you, you can pretend that you play. We every do what other. we do it with the NFL. We do three days of recap yeah. and three days of look ahead. That's the way we go. Yeah. Yes. Well, what do you do with the bye week though? The bye week's brutal. Let's man. not talk about. We that. should be we, off yeah, the really. bye week, man. Yeah. All, all we should be off the bye week. I agree. We should, with you. We should get paid what? vacation. Good by luck. the power vested in me, by um, by the people upstairs, uh, you're off for the bye week. Okay, well, there, hey, there you go. Hey, hey, guys, I, I guys, remember, yeah. remember, D Gun used to take off the entire um, bye week. Yes, where we all worked together. Remember that selfish. Why do you want to bring that up? What? What? what, 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 what you to I remember that. Remember hey, that. Hey, hey I heard that. I heard that. Right. You just couldn't find them, and I, and I'm all for it. Yeah, I earned that right. Until, 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 <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I think that's great. I think that's great. I that's used to awesome. take one week off every NFL season, every Eagle season, because the kids were younger. It was when they were off from, from uh, on holiday yeah. break. Yeah. And now they're, I can't believe it. They're out of the house. So it's like, I'm, I'm in, I'm here. Uh, you know, you got me for the whole 17. Can you believe we passed the quarter pole in the NFL season? That's no, amazing. Wow. Already. No. I feel that's like so it just started. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're cool. we'll almost mid October at this point. It's crazy, That's unbelievable. Yeah. Jesus. It's nuts. It's nuts. Ah. Connor, did you did you catch those fish behind you, or, yes, or are they, they all battery operated? Come on, <laughs> <laughs> all company from from the eighties man. Wait, what's the team ball? You got game balls? What is that? What's the Baseballs? Game ball? no, the game balls? The footballs? Oh, the football is autographed ball from Andy Reid. Uh-huh. Um, the other ball is uh, one for the uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles. Gave me one for congratulations, twenty three years of service. Thanks for this. Thanks for that. So that was nice of them to do that. I didn't expect that from them. That is nice, you know. But you know, the baseballs, the baseballs behind me are autographed by Sandy Koufax, Nolan wow. Ryan, Don wow. Drysdale, Pete Rose, George Foster, Barry Bonds. It's twenty. I can't remember so all. So where, where do you, is that upstairs or downstairs? Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's about ten miles from my house. <laughs> Barrett, yeah. Yeah, about I keep him in a vault. Michael Barrett perpetually <laughs> trying to get to Derek Dunn's house, and Derek is perpetually getting him the Heisman. Like you're not coming anywhere near this house. All yeah. you need to do here's the thing: all you need to do, regardless of the time of year, you just drive to the general vicinity and and then smell for smell for steak. Smell the air, yeah, the barbecue, go. yeah, you know, yeah, smell for barbecue. You'll find it, man. You'll find it. I've been there plenty of times. I just hang out, wait till. St- I, I eat off the grill, whatever he leaves over. I, I, I just scrape the grill, man. Put it, it on a bun. I'm done. They're inside eating. They don't even know I'm there. Oh my god, <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, oh my goodness. Did Sandy Koufax sign that ball in front of you? What ball? The baseball. <laughs> no. Oh no. Okay, no, that's no. out. All right. Who else? Barry Bonds. Did he sign it in front of you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. No, to be honest, they all they all signed them in front of me. 
They were all oh, signed okay. in front of me. Yeah. Nice. They're authenticated then. That's yeah, but the problem is, see, here's the problem, though. Because so many were signed, certain names. Now, there are a few that are of, of interest. But because so many were signed, obviously, the, the price is watered down. So they're not worth what you would think they would be worth. It's just well, a collection. Because they're signed of, to you. Because they're uh, signed yeah. to you. No, no, no. no. Just, no. just because they signed. Even if they signed their names, not just signing their names. Yeah. The more they do. You remember, you know, ever since the advent right. of uh, all of these you know, uh, junkets, let's go here, let's go there. They signed 150 balls, you know. So because there's more of them, it waters down the price, the possible price on them. Yeah, but there's still, like, like for, I wouldn't think that Sandy Koufax autograph, that's got to be a rarity. You know yeah, what I mean? That might, yeah. I, he's right. like Garbo, man. I mean, I know he does oh, stuff yeah. for Dodgers yeah. and everything, but but uh, I, when I did the U.S. Open tennis, he would be there almost every year. And right, I go up to him right. every year. Mr. Koufax, can we talk? We're doing the matches live. Can we talk for a second? Now, and he was always sweet. He, but he's like, no, thank you. No, I'm, I'm just enjoying it here with it. Right, and, right. And, and uh, so so that's that's a that's a big one. I mean, you can make an argument that he's the, he's the greatest pitcher that ever lived. Yeah. Um, what, what he did, all those no-hitters, he uh, was unbelievable. I got wow. a Jackie Robinson ball. I'll trade you the Robinson Ooh. for the Koufax. Oh, you know what I mean? Is that, that way I get one from my people, you get one from your people. <laughs> I, I would also I would also put I would also put Nolan Ryan in that category you were talking about, yeah. Sandy Kovac. Yeah. You look yeah. at Nolan Ryan pitched well into his forties and he's still throwing high nineties. Yeah. And you look at his strikeout ratio and his win ratio, and, and we were talking about this months ago. But Nolan Ryan was 41 years old when he got in that dust up on the mound where I yeah. think it was Robbie Robin Ventura. Ventura. Yep. Went after yeah. He yeah. put Robbie yeah. Ventura into a front headlock and pounded him. And then after the game, he said, well, that's from uh, you know uh, working with Steers my whole life in Texas as a kid. Come, that's how they would hold Steers to brand him is put him in that front headlock. Robbie Ventura didn't know what hit him when that 41-year-old yeah. man grabbed him. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to see – more guys play longer because of not not so much because of Nolan Ryan because he's he, I mean he's been out of the game for so so long but you right. got a guy like Tom Brady you know I'm sure you guys could name players who are older and still playing now in all the sports uh, Yager did it certainly in hockey uh, um, but you you see Tom Brady what is he 45 42 he's yeah. 42 I, I'm like, I'd say every sport 45. except football I, I think football goes the other way I think Brady's the exception. These guys get yeah, that second monster said. contract. They get out yeah, and their bodies out. aren't as yeah. shredded as they would be. I think they roll. But other, every other sport, why not? Well, well look yeah. at how many pitchers now pitching well into their late 30s. Mm -hmm. that, that's look, at Verlander. look at what Verlander. Yeah, look at Verlander. Yeah. Yeah. I also think once, and that's the that's the beauty of what we do. We, we get to be around sports every single day of our lives and don't have to worry about our, our careers ending. Barrett, I don't know what you went through when you – left football but i'm thinking one of the reasons i don't know about uh, tom and giselle and the marriage and i hope they work it out uh, because you're married 12 years you got kids together to me it's it, it, that's sad to see that go away if indeed that's happening but i'm also thinking all he has known since he's been what i don't know 8 10 12 is yeah. football that's right. it so you're so uh, i get he's got his side gigs that that um that are earning him millions upon millions of dollars but the the the, the regimen um, and the rigidity of being someplace every day, being in a locker room, going to yeah. meetings, breaking down film, and you you know where you got to be at every minute of the day, and now all of a sudden you're just free falling. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, but that was weird. Oh, you know, he's he's done, and now he's back, and forty days later he's back. Well, it don't make a difference. He would have bought him a, a yacht. He ain't worried about it. 
he gonna right. get his money and he gonna ride off to the sunset. Well, yeah, but well, I know we all roll our eyes. We say it's not about the money, but for those guys, it's not about the money. You no. got millions, no. millions of tens, tens upon tens of millions of dollars. It ain't about the money. So, so you know, you do your Absolutely. thing. I think it's. I Sorry, think with I'm him, it's on. more so. I think more with him, it's about being in the limelight. To be honest with you, because you know most athletes when they're making a transition, they're worried about what am I going to do to supplement my income. Here's a guy who's made as much money doing outside stuff as he has been playing football. You know, so I saw a stat that uh, I read something last week that said he's worth in excess of three hundred million dollars. So yeah. it's not about the money. I mean, what, you know, she's still worth way more than he is. Over five hundred million. Yeah, that's it's yeah. incredible. Say yeah. what? So, yeah, that's yeah. going to be yeah. one expensive divorce. Woo. I know yep. he's he's, he's going to be getting the alimony. Are you kidding me? Hey, when you are featured in the opening ceremonies in your home country uh, for the Olympics, as she was, that's yeah. pretty pretty big. That's, That's a pretty big good. thing. Exactly Makes right. Tom Brady seem like a dot on the map when, wow. when you look at that. Yeah, so no question. Well, Michael, listen, we appreciate it, man. Well, uh, it. gave us a lot of time and then some. That's yeah, it. it's awesome. That's it. Uh, so I just saying it to John Marzano. Go. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Mars. Johnny Mars. Johnny Mars. Johnny Mars. Johnny Mars. Johnny Mars. All right, to tomorrow, tomorrow at noon, to you. We'll, we'll check tomorrow out that pregame. One yeah. hour. Bye. One hour leading right into game time, and then last out recorded, we're back with it again. And the right. same, uh, no, well, well, Wednesday will be at uh, it's a four, it'd be like three thirty. Okay, uh, at the pregame. Awesome, Michael. Thanks thank you. Me on. Uh, a you pleasure. All right. All right, take care, brother. Take care, Michael. Yeah. Have a good day. Thank you very much. All right, that was awesome. All right, let's get a quick time out. We'll come back with NFL talk, guys. We'll go around the league. Matt Rule is is the is the big news today. Uh, gets the axe in Carolina, but we'll dig into the Cowboys win, the Giants win, Washington last second loss. How good is the NFC East? The 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 ridiculous call on on Grady Jarrett on the uh, on the Tom Brady roughing, all the other stuff that went on in the NFL in Week Five. We will dive in and we'll look ahead to tonight's game as well. Chiefs and the Raiders. We'll do that when we get back. Barrett, Derek, Rob, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 
58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go for the beers, go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene, go for the screens. Go for the gallery, go for the win. Go to Ocean. Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett and Rob. Uh, right? You missed it. You missed it during our session with uh, Michael B. Um, but at one point, when you were ranting about Castellanos, your wife jumped in and said, "Settle down, angry Rob." And I was, I'm trying to bite my lip from keeping laughing. I said, "I wonder if he has these unexpected outbursts on a daily basis." You know, this, I didn't, I even, know, I didn't even notice she, she jumped into the chat section. I didn't even know. I was I was just screaming it. I don't know. I lose my mind. <laughs> It, it must it must it must be uh Columbus Day because uh, all schools are off. So she's uh, I'm surprised she hasn't chimed in more. I'm um, surprised too. Yes, I yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's therapeutic to just vent like that. So that's uh, I had to get is. a little bit. There's so, there's so much is. good happening with the Phillies. I just a little got it, get in and out. Uh, <laughs> I want to start with this one. The so the, the the Falcons and the Bucks are playing. I mean, and Tampa jumps them early, but Atlanta makes a pretty good comeback and yep. to the point where they had all the momentum going and there's three minutes left um, in a tight game and Grady Jared sacks Tom Brady. You think about name, nice play, you know, big play for Atlanta. Here we go, et cetera. There's a flag. And you're saying, what, what's the flag for? That was just a clean tackle. It turns out to be a roughing call. Um, Atrocious. It, it is absurd. I am all for, like, I thought the Tua stuff was egregious letting him play. I want players to be safe. I, I like that we've taken measures to protect them, uh, even against themselves. I love it. However, this is football. It is a tackle sport, and the defenders shouldn't be at such a disadvantage where you can't make a clean tackle anymore. Right, right. It's absurd. Like, that was so ridiculous, what was done to Atlanta, and there's got to be accountability. Like, there, I know it's not going to get you a win. You're not going to go back and say, hey, guess what? Atlanta wins a game because that was a terrible call. But it was ridiculous that that guy got flagged for that. I think Atlanta had a very good chance of winning that game. There's only how many quarterbacks have we seen taken down like that? Now, at least initially, I thought Brady may have hit his head. 
you know, when you miss. But when you look at the replay, no, it was a clean, it was a clean tackle. We see quarterbacks tackle like that all the time. And here's the thing that gets me. They call the roughing the passer penalty on Grady Jarrett. But did you see when 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 um Brady kicked at him? Yeah, he, he tried to kick him in, in, the, in the jewels. Yeah. Where's where's the unsportsmanlike conduct call on right. Brady? That's right. been offsetting penalties. And that's why don't tell me that it had nothing to do with the fact that it was Tom Brady being taken down. Right, if that's right. Kenny Pickett or some rookie or, or Jacoby Brissett who doesn't have the name power, yep. the top, I don't think that flag's thrown. I truly don't. He's the only quarterback in the league that gets that call. Yep. Uh, there's nobody else. Not even Rodgers would have got that call, to be honest with you. He's the only one. Russell Wilson would not have got that call. That was a, that was a legitimate tackle takedown of a quarterback. And the fact that the referee called it should be ashamed. That, that's a, that was an atrocious call because I really thought, you know, if you remember, I I picked Atlanta to be one of the teams that could be the uh, surprise teams this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that Atlanta could have very easily won that game with the momentum they had in their favor at that point. Agreed. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's just there. There has to be some accountability from the league to say, listen, our official got this wrong. There that what that. What that defensive player did was perfectly legal, and there is, you know, the flag should have never thrown. Just own it. I know it's not going to change the outcome of the game, but acknowledge that there was a mistake made and that that yes. was the wrong yes. way to. And I don't care if Atlanta wins or loses. I could care less about. I could care less. Yeah, Grady Jarrett or anybody, but that was terrible, terrible to watch and wrong. That's just what it goes when you have a you know, the, the big quarterback, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's exactly right. Barry. Big name quarterback, man. So, you know, Jalen Hurts gets pummeled. Yeah. And uh, we, we don't even bat an eye. Yep. No, listen, we don't you're even right. Bat an eye. No. All right. So Matt Rule gets fired. Uh, there's word that just came down that Phil Snow, his defensive coordinator, has also been fired. Phil's been with him through Temple, through Baylor, wow. through all yep. over the place. He's out yep. as well. So they're doing some house cleaning there in Atlanta. Uh, and also, Baker Mayfield's got a high ankle. You mean Carolina? He, I'm sorry, in, in yep. Carolina, Baker Mayfield's got a high ankle sprain, and he's going to be out. So, and, and Sam Darnold's not even ready yet, still from his injury in the preseason. It looks like it's going to be Philip Walker. What a mess! Carolina just it, it, <laughs> that thing just unraveled into the abyss. Woof, man! <sighs> it went right. downhill real quick, it didn't really it? Really did. Matt Rule uh, will disappear for a year and then come back in 2024 uh, at the at the college of his choice. Yeah. Yep. I don't even know if he sits a year, Derek. I think he'll coach next year. Let me tell you something. 40, 40, 40 million dollars, Rob. I, I want to take a year off just to reflect on life. And I want to visit islands that I never thought I could visit, you know. <laughs> I want to take vacations I never thought were in my wildest imagination that I could take. Right. He'd go right by family. a real boat. Yes. You know, a real, a real green egg. A real green, exactly, exactly. <laughs> not, 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 not just a green. It, you can buy the green egg. See, yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. All right, so let, let's uh, let's jump around a little bit. Cowboys win twenty-two to ten over the Rams. They've won four in a row now, all with Cooper Rush. Now here's the thing: Cooper Rush yesterday, ten for sixteen, one hundred and two yards, six point four yards per completions completion, no touchdowns. 80.7 uh, uh, passer rating. He, he wasn't lighting the world on fire, but he didn't need to light the world on fire. His yeah. defense got five sacks on Matthew Stafford. And a, t- over. and a touchdown off of, off of a uh, sack. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And a touchdown off of a sack. Turned him over uh, with the interception. And, you know, this has kind of been their formula. You know, the 
the rushing numbers were solid. 86 for Pollard, 78 for Ezekiel Elliott. Receiving numbers are at, but it's really the defense that is uh, that is carried the uh, Cowboys so right. far, guys. Uh, they're just so athletic, man. Up front, they can they get off the ball. They have a nice mix of um of games that they run up front, slanting. Uh, they're never just right in front of you. You always have to make sure that you uh um keep your feet moving, man. That's the biggest thing about this week. The D line, I mean, the offensive line has to make sure their feet are constantly moving against a, you know a front like this. Those guys like the jump gaps. Um, they like to penetrate, get uphill, try to turn your shoulders. That way you can't get off on the twister when they come back inside. You got to make sure you set flat. Um, you set uh, parallel to the line of scrimmage when you're setting back. The, the reason they get such great penetration, they're so quick off the snap. They hit the gaps before an offensive lineman is up half the time to set himself. Yep, and once that momentum's moving forward, they keep that offensive line going back. Uh, this Eagles offensive line is going to have to be sharpest. I, I think this is their toughest defensive front test to date. I thought Arizona gave them a very good test and a very good indication of what they need to work on because I didn't think Arizona's defensive front was that that quick number one or that physical. But man, Arizona showed me something, and I'm thinking, why is that team two and three? Well, the the offensive woes have really hurt this uh, that team. Mm-hmm. Um, but this team this team coming up now, you know, we we obviously we all hate anything associated with the Dallas Cowboys. We all hate anything associated with Jerry Jones. But give respect where respect is due. The way they've built this team over the last couple of years with draft picks, it's starting to pay off for. Plain yeah, and simple. It's starting to pay off. Yeah, I mean they they've Jerry's done a better job from a draft standpoint of just kind of getting out of the way. It started when he won at Manziel years ago. And, and you know, they've done a better job of just, I think, talking him into just let us do this. And they've, they've gotten some some pretty quality players, you know, in here. And they're not – we knew going in – look, Dallas, what they win, 12 last year, whatever it yeah. was. We knew yep. we were going to be good. Um, I didn't know their defense was going to be this good. I thought it was going to be – Micah Parsons and some other guys get after the quarterback, but they're better than I thought they were going to be on the defensive side. So the, the big story with them is going to be what happens to quarterback. Like, who yeah. is it? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm hoping it's back. Push publicly to be back because he is. Uh, he feels like, it feels like he wants – yeah, he's going to push that thing hard. Well, I'm, I'm not really scared of Cooper Rush. I'm definitely not scared of Dak. Right. I think Dak will come back rusty, so it'll be kind of an advantage. Cooper Russ, one thing you know, where he's at, he's going to be there. Yeah. He's not going to run around. He's going to be right there in the pocket, and I think our guys can hunt yeah. when, uh, when it comes to those guys. Fair enough. All right, let's go, to, let's go to the Giants now. We'll get more into the Cowboys as the week goes on, but let's, let's go uh, to the Giants. Giants win in London yesterday uh, over the Packers. I didn't see this coming. I, in fact, I thought the, the Packers would win the game. What, what did out. I tell you on Friday? What did I tell you Friday? Yeah, you did, Derek. You've been I on did. it. I, I told you, I said, Green Bay's Achilles heel is the run game. And mm. once the Giants got rolling in the run game. Now, I will say this, Brian Dabo, um, in terms of mixing, I see a lot of Buffalo in this offense already with the Giants. I think he's made Daniel Jones a better leader yeah. in that team. Daniel Jones was 21 of 27. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the passes he's hitting on. He didn't hit those passes last year. No. Yeah. And now you're, you're seeing the influence of a good coach. Yes. You are. 
you know, and, and he, Daniel Jones has been a turnover machine in his career yes. and he's not turning it over at anywhere near the rate that he had right. previously. Right. The Giants did three things exceptionally finally, you know, because let's face it, they were the laughing stock of the NFL for years, head coach, defensive coordinator, and a change in the front office. They finally got the right front office person in place. Mm-hmm. Those three significant uh, things are already paying dividends with a roster that's not theirs yet, and it's already paying dividends. The, the other still thing is, got, yeah. uh, they they they're, their ability to come back in games has been enormous. Like they've been yes. they've been great in that sense. Also, I love the way they run I mean, the passer, man. Mm. They, they don't have star players on defense. They just got they have guys that work. Think about yeah. it. I mean, we think we think. Uh, Thibodeau is going to be an exceptional rusher, but he's still learning to play the game at this level. Yep, and yep. So he's coming off an injury. But they're not, they're not a star-studded defense. Whatever Dable's selling them, they, they bought into real quick. Yeah, you know, they're hard-hitting. Yeah, they've won as many games in five weeks as they won all last season. Yep. They're going to be a problem the rest of the way. They're going to be a major problem. Yeah. I'm looking at their state, like their, their, their uh, safeties – um, Julian Love's a hard-hitting guy. Adore Jackson went down yesterday, so yeah, that you know, could be a big. That's a yeah. big one. He's been playing well for them. Exactly, and um, and um, uh, Holmes is a is a feisty, feisty little guy. But uh, you know, they just they just play a very physical brand of football. You know, what I'm saying Tay Crowder, he's gonna hit you, then he's gonna hit you again. You know, what I mean, yeah. he's one of those guys. You know, just gonna keep on going. Um. I, you know, you're just looking at their roster. Nobody really jumps out at you. No. And they didn't even have Larry Williams yesterday. No. No, they did. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't yeah. have him yesterday. Yeah. And look, it's amazing, man, what, what they've uh, they've been able to do. And all of a sudden, again, you, you look at the NFC East and it's 5 and 0, 4 and 1, 4 and 1. And that's a, uh, I, I don't think any of us expected that. We thought th- those numbers would be coming out of the AFC West for right. sure. That's the NFC right. East. Now, Flip side of that is Washington is is kind of who we thought they were going to be. Uh, even worse, I thought they'd be a middling team. They're not a middling team. They're a bad team. Um, and Carson in a big moment yesterday tries to force one right at the goal line, and it becomes an interception, and that sealed it. And now they're a one in four team, and he's turning the ball over at essentially two turnovers per game. Uh, that's <laughs> the rate that he's turning it over. But the Wild. nature of how he does it, though, like that was you know he has this magnificent play. You know, a uh, you know a couple. You know, before the end ending drive, he you know he 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 throws a great pass, mm-hmm. and then he turns around and just throws a. I'm like, what? What is wrong with you? I just don't understand it. He he is he is not he's a hero ball guy who has very poor judgment now, Barrett. Like he he's really lost his feel for things on the field and right. for all the plays where he, he'll 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 blow you away there's more that make you cringe and that's who he is now that's well it. he's he's playing behind an offensive line that's the equivalent of that eagles decimated offensive line in 2019 18 19 yeah when he got hit like over 100, 100 120 times and was sacked what 50 <laughs> times that season something yeah, like man. that this yeah. offensive line here is abysmal i mean I wonder how much that affects a quarterback psyche. Also, when you take the snap, instead of focused in on your reads, you're wondering where the pressure is coming from. Right, starts saying ghost. Yeah, yeah. And a fraction of a second, you take your eyes off of what you're supposed to be doing and looking for something else. That blows up a whole play right yep. there. The timing of a whole play is destroyed. 
I think you're right. I, I think I think that year, a couple with the injury, there was a look. There's a million things that happened with Carson. You know, getting hurt, the injuries took away from him physically a little bit. Psychologically, watching a team win the Super Bowl without you, and then that year that you just referenced, Derek, has sort of made him a happy feet kind of guy. Like all those things have added up, and this is what the byproduct is. This is what you have with him now. And I don't think it's there's going to be some crazy improvement. I think this is just it's going to get it's going to deteriorate deteriorate more as he plays as he continues along. Yeah, I, I agree. He may not, he may not survive the season at this point. Playing behind that that line, yeah. Oh my goodness, that yeah. that line. I'm trying to look at his um his uh sack total. Uh, what year was it with the Eagles? Uh, it was nine. Uh, was it eighteen or nineteen when he had, he got sacked? What fifty times? I think it was nineteen. His last year here was twenty. It was it was two thousand. Oh wow, two thousand twenty. He got sacked fifty times. So two thousand eighteen was thirty one. Two thousand nineteen thirty seven. Two thousand twenty fifty. Jeez, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> And then last year in Indianapolis, he got sacked thirty two times. Right, and and in fairness, one of the reasons why those sack numbers are so high is that guy holds the ball a long time. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does a long time. So it's it's a it's a number of different things. All right, so uh, that's that's Washington's issue. Buffalo, man. So uh, Josh Allen had three hundred forty one passing yards at the half. I never (laughs) thought I'd be saying that on a Pittsburgh team, like (laughs) Pittsburgh. You know, we tend to say, oh, they just don't have a quarterback. They don't have a lot. That's not yeah. a good team, man. I keep telling Sorry, you, the O-line they're, sucks, man. They're, they're bad. They're they're bad. That O-line is so bad. They can't run the ball. They can't pass the ball. They just, they just, oh, my goodness. I don't understand them, man. I really don't understand them. I don't know how this happens. I mean, for a team that would, they, that would perpetually just kind of turn it over and, you know, make good draft picks and man, something's gone really wrong there. I know they have a new regime in place now with with, uh, with Weidel and 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 those guys taking over, but they got a work cut out for them, man. Even 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 in a mediocre season for Pittsburgh, you could always count on them having two things: a decent offensive line and a front seven that's coming after quarterbacks. They don't have either right now. No. To be honest, they, they, it's. It's bad. It's atrocious, Defensively, and, and, you know, the stack keeps going up. I think they're like 0-10 now without uh, T.J. Watt. Yeah, yeah, career-wise. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I man. mean, look, Barrett, he's gr- and he's great, okay? He's he's obviously. But, you, I mean, you got to be able to overcome some of this stuff, and they right. can't. You know, they just can't. I don't mm-hmm. – Pittsburgh is notorious for not making moves on coaches. Coaches usually leave on their own, but – is we seeing the end of Tomlin, even though it's not all his fault. Um, I, I would, I would, I would think not. Okay, I would think not. I think they're gonna give him a pass. This will be his first um, non-winning season. So it would be correct. It would be yes. It would give him. This is the first year without Ben. He inherited Ben, and then Ben just left. So that's all he's known as Ben. So I think they'll give him a pass because of that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, but Buffalo, man, they're they're gonna be a tough team to 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 knock out because they're so good yeah. on both sides yeah. of the ball. And and they're getting healthy. Yeah, and Gabriel Davis finally healthy, and you saw what he did. What 98 yards, 61 yards, yeah. you know, and not Diggs doing what he always does. They are woo. Well, they gotta be careful because they lost Jordan Poyer. You know, they've yeah. already they're already without Micah Hyde for the season now with the neck injury. Jordan Jordan Poirier went down. We don't know how long he's going to be out, but I mean, you were, 
we were talking about arguably the best safety tandem in the game. Now, neither one is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You are right about that. Right, dogs barking, man. What yeah, a lot, of, lot of, lot of dogs barking. Uh, 49ers take uh win again. We, we know they beat the Panthers. We know what happened with the Panthers. But 49ers, you know, you're seeing like solid Jimmy G yep. and – Yep. Good defense. I uh, they are going to be trouble as the season goes on if they stay healthy because they just keep getting better. They're playing exactly as I thought they would play at this point. Once this should have been Jimmy G's team from the start. I don't know why the 49ers created this controversy. Anyway, it should have yeah. been his team right from the start. Um, if they if he had been his team from the start, he probably would have had a four, at least a four and one record instead of three and two. Mm-hmm. But that well, defense, huh? You, you can't. You can't. Um... You can't have all that money sitting on the bench. You know, you draft a guy, you you, you at least got to see what he did, what, what he can do. And he's done nothing, but you still got to see what he can do. I think that's the only reason why Jimmy had to go. And and Jimmy's back because he couldn't do anything while it while uh, Jimmy was gone anyways. Yeah, Barry, we have, but we also see a lot of high draft pick quarterbacks sit the first year and yeah. learn and learn under somebody. You know, they they're students of the game that first year. Well, that's what he did, though. Huh? That's what he did. He didn't learn anything, though. He didn't learn anything. Obviously, he needs to go back to the classroom because (laughs) he's not it. He's not ready. And, you know, I don't like seeing any player get injured, but for the, for the, it was in the best interest of the 49ers that this team, real quick, uh, went back to Jimmy G. The fact that he's still there and the story, the story you hear Jimmy G tells it, you know, in the organization, we didn't think he was going to be here. And I, I, you know, he said, I didn't think I was going to be here. And they're still, they're still married. You know, it turned out for the better. It turned out to be a happy ending. But, you know, he could have very, been very easily gone. There's a lot of teams out there that need a Jimmy G type quarterback. Yep. Yeah. No doubt. No if doubt. He was healthy. This, if he had went into this um, offseason healthy, yeah. We wouldn't be talking about this. No, you're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? He, he'd have been gone. But since he wasn't healthy, you're, yeah. that's the only reason why he's, he's, yeah. he's there now. Funny how things turn out. Um, A brutal ending if you were watching the Cleveland uh, Charger game. Brissett throws a really bad pick late in the game. It's a shame. Uh, You know, Cleveland could have had that one. And they lose that. And all of a sudden, I mean, there's just such a difference between three and two and two and three. But, you know, the Chargers get the win. They're three and two now, which means they're still they still have life in that NFC or AFC West. And Cleveland loses. That's a big loss, especially coupled with the Ravens winning on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a big one, man. You know, because they're trying to hold on for dear life, and they don't know what it's going to look like when Watson gets back anyway. But they're trying to hang on till he gets back. And you got to look at um, Cincy is back where they're going to be now. Well, they yeah, but they're two and three also back. Yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. It, it, that's a that's an interesting division. I mean, Pittsburgh's done; they're cooked. You can put a fork in them, and the other teams, you know, are, are starting to kind of. Cleveland's I think done. Yeah, Cleveland's in trouble. I think I think Cincinnati still has life, um, but it's not going to be easy. I mean, you're trying to get one of those wild cards because I think Baltimore's going to win the division. Yep. But here's the problem. You have you're going to be vying with the Chargers. You're going to be vying with uh mm-hmm. you know, possibly the Jets, who we'll talk about in a second. The Dolphins are a team that's going to be in contention. Like there's a lot of teams you're going to be, you know, you know, battling with there just to get into that wild card. Uh, what do we make of the Jets? Uh, Zach Wilson did not play badly. And, Robert, and Robert Stala's holding those cards. Stala's got the receipts. 
Yeah, he's got him. He's got him three and two. Right, yeah. one game behind Buffalo it's right like a now. CBS receipt. That's a long uh-huh. one. He's, he's holding his cards. Yes, he's. I'll never forget that line. He says, "You know what? In due time, we'll be catching these in." Now, uh-huh. that was a bold <laughs> statement. It was a bold <laughs> statement for a Coach really State, bold statement, especially early in the season. Right, yep. but. All of a sudden, people in New York are like, oh, man, we're going to have to apologize to this guy. Um, I'm going to have to write a retraction here. Um, What's their record again? Three and two. Yeah, Yeah. That was for most of that without their starting quarterback. Bro. uh, I'm not saying that. (laughs) Don't start. I'm not not going there. Quarterback for the Jets played pretty well yesterday. That guy, he played pretty well. Uh, And they did did enough, and they ended up getting a win. And they're three. How about the two, the two New York teams are surprises, man? They're, they're Isn't that something? Surprise. Yeah. They have been down. New York football has been down for so long. People have been so disgusted. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, not just one, but both teams are being talked about. Yep. People are wearing their uniforms, jerseys with pride again in New York, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how how does how do the Bears almost lose? I mean, almost win. That was crazy, too. Uh, all yeah. these teams that are subpar. And that's something. Uh, almost beating teams. Still in the game, late in the game. Yep. Yeah. Bears should have won that game. The Vikings, uh, you know, are, are somehow winning. You know, they had the double doink in uh, in London. In London, yeah. Last week, and they survived this week. They have strung together three in a row since that Eagles loss. Somehow, some yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, I'm still not fully buying them. That's no. for sure. Although, although Je- they figured it out again with Justin Jefferson. He went crazy yesterday. So they did. You know, they've, they've gotten him back on track. Well, it was uh, the Bears. Let, wait until they play a better defense because he had, what, a couple of games in a row. With, and, and what has happened to Adam Thielen? Did he tick somebody in the organization off? <laughs> I what wonder, to him? yeah, has, or is he just starting to hit the downside? I don't know. Dude, right. He had four, like four catches again for like 32 yards or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's kind of just been a guy this year. I don't know My what's, goodness. what's up with that. I'm not well, sure. Sometimes, you know, Diggs might have been um, – no, because Justin Jefferson's better than he Yeah, is. Jefferson's going to get more attention than Diggs. Yeah. I don't know why. I can't. I don't have an explanation for it. I really don't. I, unless he's just just on the downside. I don't know. Um, tonight, Barrett, I'll ask you this because you were you were a big Raiders guy going into the season. Ooh. They're at Kansas City tonight. Um, this is a. I don't want to say must win, but it is a must win for him. Yeah, you 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 end up losing this thing tonight, and you you go to one and four. It's your season's over. I mean, let's be real. The, the, they, the, they got any shot? The fat man or the fat lady is singing. Somebody's be, singing. Yeah. I had to be, you know what I'm saying? I had to be <laughs> like a dare. You know, correct, man. I said the fat man and or fat lady would be singing. Yes, no, thank saying, you. No, the no, fat but, person. No, the fat person singing. No, Rob said, do they have a chance in that? And that's why I said, absolutely not. Unless mm. Patrick Mahomes goes down with an injury, absolutely not. No. I, I actually right. think they're gonna hang around tonight. Me too. I and, and this would challenge Jones. And um and Crosby have an awakening and tattoo Patrick Mahomes. You know what their awakening is going to be? How did he throw that ball underhanded? How did he get that one through the defense <laughs> side? Up? I thought we had him. How did he end up over here? That's what awakening is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Unless Patrick Mahomes goes out of that game injured. And, yeah. I believe, and, I, and because it's a division game, I think it's going to be an entertaining game. Right, right. Raiders ain't winning that game unless it's a Hail Mary or a double doink in their favor. Something yeah. like that. They're, they're not winning that game. Chiefs are minus seven uh, going into the game tonight. Really, yeah, no right minus seven? Right from yes. higher than that. Full touchdown. Well, did you I, – I, I thought this was interesting. Um, the Eagles next week. Did you guys see the, the spread on this? Well, no. No. 
All right, so the Eagles next week against the Cowboys. Home. Cowboys have won four in a row. Eagles obviously are undefeated. They won five. Eagles are minus five. I oh, thought it would be like a three, three and a half. Yeah, two and a half, three, minus five. Minus five. Well, I think they're, they're banking it on the man. Yeah. I think they're banking it on the fact that, let's see, the Cowboys' offense has not been the story with this team. It's been their defense. Yep. Cooper Rush is not lighting it up. Nope. Uh, but he's efficient. Yep. And the Eagles have, I think it's the Eagles, and when you look at the personnel, supposedly have way more firepower than Dallas does, which, mm-hmm. which is true when you look at it. Um, so in their home Sunday night, national TV Whew. five though. Wow. Yeah, I hear you. I hear wow. you. All right. Let's, uh, let's step aside. We'll come back. We will, uh, head into our final segment of the show. We got birthdays. We got movies. We got some Sixers stuff. We'll get into a bunch of other things. When we get back, you don't want to go anywhere. Final segment of the show. We are sports take Jacob sports, YouTube network. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit. And the hits. Go for the stakes. And the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears.
final segment of the show. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Monday, hanging out with you. We appreciate everybody spending some time with us. Uh, Sixers in Cleveland tonight, guys. Uh, no Joel and B. This was planned. There's no injury situation. It's, uh, I guess, part of the load management kind of thing that they're uh, they're doing with him. So he is uh, he is not playing in Cleveland tonight. We're uh, we're not far here from this thing getting real. I, I don't yeah. know. Isn't something? Isn't it, it, it? It is crazy, you know, when you think about how close we are to this regular season. They actually start, and it feels like it's earlier and earlier. October 18th, they're at Boston. Wow. Man, I thought they started, like, late October. We're, we're eight days away. They used to start right around Halloween or Halloween yes. night. Yes. October there could, 18th. There, there could actually be, realistically, baseball, basketball, hockey, yeah. and football yeah. on in the same week. You're not wrong, Barrett. You are not Don't wrong. Don't the Flyers Barrett. start this week? The Yeah, actually, believe it or not, the Flyers start Thursday. Yeah. They're at home against New Jersey on Thursday. Wow. Well, I, well, I think that the, the excitement is is heightened because of how well the Phillies and, and the Eagles are doing. You know, we, we, we've been around the block enough in this market to know that they all overlap eventually. We haven't even talked about college football. I mean, college basketball. Will be starting soon. You got Tem- mm-hmm. Villanova getting ready to crank it up. What not, late October, November? Yeah. So you got you know it's always been this way, but it's been a while since we've had as much interest generated in both the Phillies and and the, and the uh, Eagles a- as we have right now. Yeah, right, no question. Right. Uh, so the schedule, uh, just to run through it here for the for the Phillies for the Brave series, they'll play tomorrow at one oh seven at Atlanta. Uh, Can at we Atlanta. cancel the show tomorrow? <laughs> we're, we're all, yes, <laughs> we'll do it out at one o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck. Uh, they will play Wednesday at four thirty-five at Atlanta. Then they're off Thursday. They come back here. Friday is at least Friday's guaranteed. I mean, keep in mind it's only a five-game series. Uh, if necessary, they'll play Saturday, Philadelphia, Sunday in Atlanta. So it's a quickie, man. It's Thursday to Sunday, all five games if you need all five games, but that's the way it lays out. Times are to be determined on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They they have not uh, yet. So, a lot of that depends on how the other series are going with TV and all that kind of stuff. So they now go two out of three, three out of five, and then four out of seven? Yes. When did that start? Well, they when they added the extra wild card was where the three-game series thing so, started. So this year? Was it last year? Well, the three get yeah, yeah, the three yeah. The NLDS has been five. That, that's not anything new. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's do some uh, some birthdays today. Pat the Bat Burl is forty six years old. Bat Burl forty six <laughs> already. Wow. Yes, who was on the uh, two thousand eight Phillies team? Pat had fun on and off the field. Uh, so Pat's forty six. What are you saying? What are you saying, Rob? I just what you yeah, he had a, yeah, he enjoyed himself. Okay. The spoils right. of being a major league player. Uh, in a major market, he, he didn't. He wasn't of, uh, distractions. He didn't have a hard time having company. He was uh, not. Lonely. I heard stories. I heard yes. stories. Yep. Uh, all right, Ben Vereen. You notice Rob moved on real quick. I know. <laughs> Pat Burrell and Ben Vereen have never been mentioned in the same sentence until now. Ben right. Vereen is seventy-six years old. Uh, God bless great him. Actor, singer, dancer. I mean, the guy's a triple threat, quadruple threat. He can do it all. Hmm. Uh, seventy-six years old. David Lee Roth, former headman of Van Halen, yeah. is 68 years old. Uh, uh, Bradley Whitford, great actor, is 63 years old. Been in a ton of stuff, including the West Wing. 
Mario Lopez of Saved by the Bell, and now he does all those entertainment shows. I don't even know what I can't. I couldn't tell you which is which, man. I, I don't know either. what is happening, but he's 49 uh, years old. Brett Favre, 53 years old. Ooh. It's, it's not been a great uh, period of time for the Favster. Um, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 48 years old. Young Dale. John Prine, the, uh, the great singer who passed away recently, was born in 1946. Chris Penn, the brother of Sean Penn, who passed away really young, right. uh, was born on this day in 1965. So he is uh, no longer with us. Tanya Tucker is 65 years old, the singer. The, the, uh, Theonius Monk is, uh, was born on this day in 1917. Great pianist, uh, jazz guy, uh, real pioneer uh, in, in, that, in that world. Um, Gino Smith, who's having a renaissance year for himself is 33 years old very eclectic group that we have here yeah. that's all i got gunner what do you have uh you got charles dance who was uh, 76 years old he played in uh he was tywin lannister in the game of thrones huh uh he also played in alien three and the golden child with eddie murphy okay which was, which was a good comedy movie and um i don't know if you know this a amy teagarden she played in the uh the nbc series friday night lights I believe oh she, she was, was great yeah she was the yeah. daughter yeah. Yes, yeah, she was a daughter. She's 33 now. She was a kid on that show. She was like 14, yeah. 15 years old. Yeah, that Absolutely. was that was one of the great shows. If people yeah, haven't seen it, go back and watch it. It was phenomenal. Yeah. And that's uh, it. That's all I got oh, for you. Uh, McCutcheon, today's his birthday also. Andrew. Andrew yeah, McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Dale Earnhardt. He got that one. He had yep. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Uh, so we got some good movies, good movies. Kill Bill this this day, two thousand three was released with Uma now, Thurman. Now let me Chris. ask you this about Kill Bill. Did you watch it? Yeah, I have seen yeah, several seen. times. How, how many times? That, that, that's what I'm getting at. How many times have you watched it? Twice, maybe. Why? <laughs> when it comes on, I watch it, man. Yeah, it's, I, there, I, you I like there you go. There you go. No, no, no. I loved it, but it's so gory. It's like this is sick. Right. Why do we watch it more than once? Right, exactly. it's it's a, it's well. I agree with you. That it is gory, but it is well done. I mean, I think it's a good. <laughs> it movie. is, but it's no. like it's like this is sick. It, but, but, what was the shagging wagon? I forget what the what the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A bear, a bear knows about shagging wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was. I just thought that was creative, man. Well, Tarantino's <laughs> crazy, man. He's he's. <laughs> You it's never know what you're movie, getting him. But it sucks us in. We keep watching it. I it watch does, all the man. I watch almost everything he does. I, I, I do too. Um Whiplash, which was a phenomenal performance. JK Simons. Oh my God. Whiplash. So this this kid's a drummer at, at uh, like a school for the arts. And he and and his professor is a whack job. And he is a he's harsh on him. You gotta watch it. And it's Miles Teller, who's a Philly guy. Who, who plays the, the, the young drummer. So you got to check that out. They came out in uh, 2014. Uh, Boogie Nights, 1997. Boogie Mark Boogie Wahlberg. Nights. Yes. Burt Reynolds. Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. We About the, uh, the porn industry in the 80s in Los Angeles. Yep. Um, Heather Graham. Very oh, strong in goodness. that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so there you go. Private Benjamin with uh, Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn, yeah, there you go. There you uh, you go. Know, going, going a little ways back, that was sort of like you know, she was killing it at that point in time in, his, in her career, that's for sure. 
That's all I got. Movies. You got anything, Derek? Yeah. Uh, you ever see the movie The Judge with Robert Duvall, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Leighton Meester, and Billy Bob Thornton? It's a good movie. That is a good movie. It, it I is. enjoyed it's... that immensely. Yeah, it is a good movie. Those two had great uh, chemistry, Duvall yeah. and uh, Downey, in that. They yes, were good. indeed. Well, yeah, he was a lawyer. Yeah, the father was a ju- former judge, I believe, retired. He was uh, accused of killing somebody or something. Yeah, like that. small town Atlanta. The father yeah. was having like I think like health, maybe like dementia yep, kind of problems. Was driving and he got into an accident, yeah. and then his son Downey had to come lawyer. back. He yep. was in like New York, and he came back to to help defend him. Yep. Yeah, that was a was great good. movie. Very good. But you know, it's one of those movies. You know, like you see Kill Bill. It's on like every other month. It's on somebody's channel. But a movie like The Judge, which is a good movie. It's hard to find unless you go on demand to get it. It's not one of those movies that just pops up on like AMC or one of those right. channels. You're right. right. Yeah, some movies are that are good. You just it just they go to die somewhere and you never ever something? see them. Yeah, I know. It, I don't quite get it. Yeah, I don't know what what the situation is. But that's all I got. Movies. You got anything else, Derek? Uh, that is it. We covered all the movies that I had, sir. Okay, so uh, we got the the Phillies tomorrow. This of course becomes Cowboys Week. You know, as we inch closer here to the Cowboys, so we will show ends the at one o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck selling Xander on that one. I'm, I'm just, I'm just telling you at one oh five. If I'm not You're checking here, out, it right. ain't personal. It's just business. It's going to be Barrett and I just, just talking to ourselves. Like uh, Nino I, Brown I, said, ain't never personal. It's always business. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thanks to Xander Kraus, our producer. We, 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 who knows what kind of music we'll have tomorrow? You just don't know. You got to tune in. To find out, uh, but want to thank everybody in the uh, in the chat section. Yes, we went through a music change early and then later. Everybody streaming, everybody listening. We appreciate identity you crisis. That's right. Uh, we'll see. Uh, what, what did we? We gave it well, uh, two weeks. We have two weeks to figure out a, a new theme yep. song. Uh, oh, we, the, you know, we gonna get Ryan wait. Matthews. It was his birthday also. Former Eagle. Yeah. Yeah. My my son just sent me a text. My music, my music. What the heck? He said, I'm like, that's like saying, Dad, I don't have time for this. He goes, All my music talent has left me, which means he's more focused on making money than he is helping out dad. I'm gonna get get my son, I'm gonna get my son too. My my son makes beats, I'm gonna get him too. Oh, good. All right, all right, right. good. Watch, watch the next time I text, see him and tell him dinner's ready. Yeah, right. No dinner, (laughs) no dinner for you tonight. Father, I'm hungry. No, just hungry. Why has my father done this to me? I'm sorry, (laughs) son. My texting ability has left me. Yeah, my grilling, (laughs) my grilling talents have left me. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my god. All right, we're back tomorrow, same time. Don't go anywhere. National football show with Dan Cilio for Derek, for Barrett. I'm Rob. Thanks for hanging with us. We are Sports Day. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! 
Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds.